Friday, you bastards. Lanny's asked America what they wanted in an all-you-can-eat breakfast. I want more than just a lot of food. I want a lot of choices. Bacon, pancakes, and eggs any way I want them. Oh, and sausages, those little sausages that look like dog turds. Yeah, the ones that always come stuck together. Why is that? And I don't want it warmed under a heat lamp at some fast food place. I want it warmed under a heat lamp at Lenny's. Tell you how I want it. I want bacon really fatty and leans the when you pick it up, it sort of droops off your finger. And eggs with the yolk broken so they're hot as a rock. And I want it served by a fat, sullen waitress with a mustache so I have an excuse to stiffer. Hey, bring it to me, bitch, now! And I don't want to stand in line. I want to wait in line to get seated for a really long time. They do that at Denny's. Lenny. Lenny's. America, there's a new all-you-can-eat Grand Slam breakfast menu at Lenny's. It's everything you already expect from Lenny's, just a lot more of it at room temperature. You turd. 1001 at 560 WQM. Happy Friday to you. What a great day this is going to be. Can't you feel it? Can't you smell it? It is great. Friday. Mm, it is. It's especially good Friday. Anyway, here the reason I played the uh, Lenny's Denny's, which I, I had forgotten how uh, cute that is. It's pretty good. Yeah. Especially the part about the uh, sausages that look like <laughs> dog turds. Anyway, uh, that's going to be our pull today, and it's a good thing we stumbled into that yesterday. I think what I just passed it back to you. What uh, inspired me for that? Something yesterday. It's Something about oh, Applebee's. Yeah. What are we yeah. talking about with Applebee's? I worked there for a little bit. No, but be, yeah, but that came after, uh, for some reason, it came into the conversation. Well, whatever. Oh, it must have been a story about somebody who, like, um, spit in the soup or something. That's anyway, was. but that couldn't have been an Applebee's. No. So that's going to be our poll. What is the worst sit-down, no drive-through restaurant chain in America? See, I had to put no drive-through in there. Right. Because otherwise they'll say, oh, well, well, well we think it's steak and shake. No, that, we're not talking about fast food. We've done those polls a million times. This, we've never done this one. The sit-down chains. A sit-down joint. And uh, we've got a list so far. Denny's, Chili's, Applebee's, Perkins Pancake House, IHOP, and the Melting Pot. And the question isn't how many sit-down chains can you name? Oh, sure. Name a sit-down <laughs> chain. No, it's name 10. Okay, now first, here's yesterday's pool. America's best radio talk show host, non-fourth that we're talking about, non-fourth, non-fourth people. Neil Rogers, now I was hovering over 61% all along, but then about a half hour before the show started, the Randy and Phil people Are you sure? got into a uh, hissy fit there on the poll, you know, like, I'm going to show you. So here's the final. 2,035 votes, not too shabby. Neil Rogers, 1,234, 1,234. 60.6% said I'm a best radio talk show host in the universe. Thank you so much. And I wouldn't argue with that. Howard Stern, 259. Remember that? Oh, oh yeah. let me just also tell you this. Those numbers that came out yesterday. See, if, if Clarence and Duff really were on the ball, they would have told us this. But the uh, February 26th was the day that Clear Channel yanked uh, Howard Stern off the air in South Florida. Okay. So it's starting to show there already in this particular last trend because it went through like the first uh, Wednesday in March. So it's got a week of that in there. And I'm going to tell you, WBGG, big, ain't so big no mo. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Wow, they're already starting to do the vanishing act. Just And that's just with one week out of the 12 weeks of the survey period with no mo Howard. So I'm thinking to myself, boy, oh, boy, just waiting. Uh, I think it's April 28th. Look on your, did you write it on there? 28th is the full book or 29th? No. Well, anyway, that's when the whole uh, wait, wait, wait. There it is. winter book is coming 29th. 29th. See, I told you. 
At any rate, uh, then you're going to start seeing some. It's going to be amazing. Anyway, Howard Stern, 259. Randy Rhodes, 127. Howard! Who uh, Ralph Nader hung up on yesterday. Phil Henry, 124. Are you sure? So Randy beat out Phil. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you, are you sure? Rush Limbaugh, 53. Aren't you surprised he only got 53? That's amazing to me. Well, there are so many other good options for them to vote for. Like Scott Farrell had 38. <laughs> and then I'm going to tell you who must be really fantastic. I'm going to have to start listening. In fact, today at noon, I'll have to let you do the last couple hours so I can listen online. Al Franken, he's only done two shows. He's already got 34 votes as the best talk show host in America. Wow, he <laughs> must be fact, spectacular. I haven't even heard him yet, and he's my favorite already. Right. In fact, I haven't heard him, and I think he's going to be the best in the world. Art Bell, 29. <laughs> Michael Savage, 25. Bill O'Reilly, 24. His uh, radio shows still don't show up in the market at all. Sean Hannity, 19. Todd the Schnittmeister, 19, who's uh, like Rush Jr., Don Imus, 17, which is pretty good for a dead man. Alice Rantel, 11, is what she's got. Dr. Laura's got 8. G. Gordon Liddy, 7. Tom Don't Like Us, 5. And Ollie North's got a pair. Now, where the hell is, uh, what happened? Oh, Gordon Liddy got up to 7. Nice going, G. We're throwing some extra uh, rats for lunch. So we got uh, Jerry Hallowell, and I said to George before the show, she looks like an old bag, to be honest with you. And I realize she's only, let's see, 28 and 4 is 30. She's only 31 and a half. Right. Now, she's got one of those faces. But those British women, and I've seen many, 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 way too many of those videos of hers, because in, in Europe, of course, they're just obsessed with any of those British performers, and especially the spicy girls. Right. She was born in Watford, Hertfordshire, uh, Her 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 however you say that, England, and uh, left the Spice Girls May 30. May what? About 30, man. 1998. But anyway, there she is. She's got uh, every every week she was for a while, she's coming out with a new record. Geraldine Estelle Hallowell, born August 7, 1972. And this is a really crappy, it's not even really a bio. But anyway, you don't need to know more about that, except you got three pictures for the price of one. And I, I'm shocked that we aren't even already getting the, um, no, not happening. Where we can't, where we get overload on the uh, computer. I guess they don't care about her that much. You think? Oh, here's some bad news. I should have started with this because we try to give it the body count every day, since the media are hiding it pretty good. U.S. soldier and Marine killed in whistleblower the White House wants to silence speaks to the Independent. A former translator for the FBI with top-secret security clearance says she has provided information to the panel investigating the 11 September attacks, which proves that senior officials knew of al-Qaeda's plans to attack the U.S. with aircraft months before it happened. She said the claim by National Security Advisor Condoleezza Rice that there was no such information was an outrageous lie. Sybil Edmonds said she spent more than three hours in a closed session with the commission's investigators, providing information that was circulating within the FBI in the spring and summer of 2001, suggesting that an attack using aircraft was just months away and that the terrorists were in place. The Bush administration, meanwhile, has sought to silence her and has obtained a gag order from a court by setting the rarely used state secrets privilege. She told the Independent yesterday, I gave the commission details of specific investigation files, the specific dates, specific target information, specific managers in charge of the investigation. I gave them everything so they could go back and follow up. This is not hearsay. These are things that are documented. These things can be established very easily. She added there was general information about the time frame and about methods to be used, but not specifically about how they would be used and about people being in place and who was ordering these sorts of terror attacks. There were other cities that were mentioned, major cities with skyscrapers. The accusations from Mrs. Edmonds, 33, a Turkish-American who speaks Azerbaijani, Farsi, Turkish, and English, will reignite the controversy over the administration ignored warnings about al-Qaeda. 
The issue of what the administration knew and when is central to the investigation by the 9-11 Commission. Mrs. Edmonds, 33, says she gave her evidence to the Commission in a specially constructed secure room at its offices in Washington on 11th of February. She was hired as a translator for the FBI's Washington field office September 13, 2001, just two days after the al-Qaeda attacks. Her, jobs were to, her job was to translate documents and recordings from the FBI wiretaps. She said it was clear that there was sufficient information during the spring and summer of 2001 to indicate that terrorists were planning an attack. Most of what I told the commission, 90% of it related to the investigations that I was involved in or just from working in the department, she said. 200 translators side by side. You get to see and hear a lot of other things as well. President Bush said they had no specific, specific information about 9-11, and that is accurate, but only because he said 9-11, she said. There was, however, general information about the use of airplanes, and then an attack was just months away. To try to refute Mr. Clark's accusations, Ms. Rice said the administration did take steps to counter al-Qaeda, but in an opinion piece in the Washington Post on March 22nd, Ms. Rice wrote, despite what some have suggested, we received no intelligence that terrorists were preparing to attack the homeland using airplanes as missiles, though some analysts speculated that terrorists might hijack planes to try and free U.S.-held terrorists. Ms. Edmonds says by that, you, that by using the word we, Ms. Rice told an outrageous lie. She said, Rice says we, not I. That would include all people from the FBI, the CIA, the DIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency, and she says that's impossible. It is impossible at this stage to verify Ms. Edmonds' claims. However, some senior U.S. senators testified to her credibility in 2002 when she went public with separate allegations relating to alleged incompetence and corruption within the FBI's translation department. How do you like that? Condoleezza, big, big effing liar is what I would say. 3400 We got 3400 bucks that's week. Because 1800 of that's mine for stop, uh, FC, uh, stopfcc.us, and 100 is yours. Mm -hmm. Little piker like George puts in 100, and that should really embarrass. So that's 19, so that means we got 1500 from the whole audience so far. Week, don't you think? I realize it's, it's only one day, and you know me, I'm highly impatient. I have no patience whatsoever. None. Bad. But. Yeah, but if you want to help us get that ad there in USA Today and make this petition drive really meaningful and a success and get that million signatures, uh, we can do it. But we need uh, some cash. You can donate two bucks. You can donate up to a thousand. Anything in between. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five. He's gone. Uh, stopfcc.us. It's right there at the top, uh, one of the top banners. Don't get confused now with stopfcc.com, which is what we're helping to put the ad in. Okay? Are they confused? Maybe they are. Speaking of grandstanding, and I'm starting to get a little bit tired of the whole Sternmeister routine, you know. See, because like I keep telling you, this, this this issue is not just about him. And he could really be helping Scott with this thing if he wanted to, but I don't uh, get the feeling that he is, other than putting that little link on there, which uh, just gets lost in the middle of all the other ones. Yes, it was an April Fool's Day joke, following yet another letter yesterday from Kansas Senator Sam Brownback to Viacom COO Mel Carmazin. The Howard Stern Show signed on, signed on yesterday morning with an announcement from K-Rock General Manager Tom Cusano. Ladies and gentlemen, I think you all know me. This is Tom Cusano, and I have to unfortunately read you the following announcement. Due to the recent actions by the U.S. government of the FCC, the Howard Stern Show is no, no longer on our air. Neither Infinity Broadcasting or our parent company are willing to put our licenses or our stockholders' trust in jeopardy. Viacom can no longer bear the weight of the government pressures and its effect on our corporation. Please continue to listen to this station and other affiliates as we appreciate your loyalty and understand your needs. While we're sorry to end the Howard Stern Show, we promise quality programming in the future. In place of the Stern Show, until about 7.20 yesterday morning, were Cross and Lopez, K-Rock OM, Operations Manager Robert Cross, and K-Rock DJ Danny, a feel-good show that was the antithesis of Stern and his crew, promising fun without the filth. Sounds like Mo. Absolutely. Good, clean family fun, and playing tunes from the likes of Beyonce and John Mayer. 
when Stern returned to the airwaves at 7.20 to a course of farts, no less. Let me say it again, Duff. When Stern returned to the airwaves yesterday to a course of farts, no less. The joke was revealed. He spent the next 40 minutes talking with callers about how the prank could be reality soon. If anything, this demonstrates what's going on and what's going to happen here, said Stern. So it was an April Fool's prank, which I'm, like you said yesterday, Mo pulled off some stupid crap like that. That's uh, kind of childish. Grown. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, 1013 at 560. So let's get the cash going. Stop FCC.us, okay? Let's get going on that today. No excuses. All these people that said, oh, well, you get that started. Give us a way to help you out. We'll be more than glad. Okay, get on there right now. Today. What do we got? 30 what? 3400? 3400. 1800 of that's mine. 100 is yours. So that means 1500 from all these zillions of people we have in our gigantic, humongous audience out there in Radio Land. Let's get on it, okay? Put your money where your mouth is. And, of course, this is going to be the ultimate test. You want to know why? Why? Because I've done it on other stations, but this is the first time on QM that we've ever asked people to donate for a cause without giving them something in return, you know, because all the other the charity things we did, here's the CDs, here's the Mo Howard David of the Mad Dog Keychain. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Yeah. Here, they're not getting anything in return, and it's not tax deductible either. So it's just a question of whether people care enough about the First Amendment and free speech to make a statement, to have their voice heard, and to help support a cause, or, or maybe they don't. We'll see. And whatever we do get, uh, you know, we certainly got enough now to get us started. Uh, we'll, we'll put an ad of the size of whatever we can raise, you know, over the next uh, few weeks. Got it? Huh? Hey, listen to this right now, because this is very important. Pompano Park has announced that they'll be racing all year long from now on. All right. I bet your Fat Rich is dancing a, a Kazatsky right now. Now, that's news to pay attention to, but even more important than that is coming up this Monday, April 5, is the last free spaghetti night for the season at Pompano Park Harness Track and Poker. That's right, the last free spaghetti night is Monday. Free rolls in butter, free salad, a free heaping plate of pasta with marinara sauce, and it's all free. All you have to do is buy a Pompano Park program for this Monday, April 5, to get your free spaghetti dinner coupon good only this Monday. Located just a half mile from both I-95 and the Turnpike, it's easy to get to Pompano Park. And best of all, the track gives you free admission and free general parking today and every day. Live harness racing in the poker room open every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like tonight and Saturday. Poker gets underway at noon, goes on till midnight, and the live racing gets underway nightly at 7.05. You got to see some of the old cockers who die right there in a the poker room. It's really exciting. They'll give you a tour. Pompano Park also open every day, seven days and nights a week for simulcasting, the best in harness, thoroughbred and highlight action from all across North America for you to watch and plunge your guts on. Pompano Park, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard on Powerline Road. For the current racing schedule, just give them a call, 954-972-2000, or go on the web at pompanopark.com. Don't forget the last free spaghetti dinner of the season coming up this Monday, April 5. Don't miss it. Live and local, this, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. Hey, it's Howard. Howard Spam. At 560 WQAM, we'd like to thank all of you for making the 560 WQAM online auction a huge sucker. Yeah, success. And this is Mo Howard and David. The desire of many men, social butterfly, and country club cracker. With today's lineup of items for the WQAM online auction. Hey, what about me? Never mind that. Hey, me that garbage bag the janitor brought in. Okay. What do we got here? Oh, this is nice. Uh, a used Kleenex, uh, autographed by Duff Lindsay. Ooh, that's special. Yeah, and it's been appraised by our staff of specialists at $700. What else we got there? And this here, it's glowing green or something. Oh, yeah. Next item up for bid, 
Bio-Waste from the University of Miami, personally autographed by Donna Shalalala. Bidding starts at 20000 Want to give me a hand with this? All right. Oh, look at this one. It's Joe Costello's head. Oh, yeah. And it comes on a beautiful silver platter. Oh, look at this. Oh, handmade wallet from uh, Jane Beadler's Briss. Look at that. When you rub it, it, it turns into a suitcase. You put the rest of the stuff in there. Oh, by the way, something. For the highest bid made today, we're throwing in a, a lap dance by uh, G- Gay Carlos. I got another thing here. What's this here? Oh, this is a half-used bottle of my toupee glue. Now, there's a reserve price on this particular item. Yes, so thanks once again for helping 560 WQAM rise to the needs of your community by enriching ourselves. <laughs> 1020 at 560 WQAM, all the scams all the time. Uh, Tucker's got a great suggestion for the poll. This is outstanding. How could I forget? The Olive Garden. Oh, yeah. Sucks big time, yet always has a line outside. Must be the vanilla ice cream crowd. Nice going, Tucker. Fabulous choice. The Olive Garden. I've never it's been Italianish. There. Just on the encouragement of others, I avoided it. Remember that time at IOD when they brought in food after I'd been ripping them? They were gonna, they were gonna show us. The lettuce was so wilted and brown, man. In fact, it looked like, I don't want to say it. It was yeah, nasty. It was it. horrendous. It was gross. I can't say it. Mm-mm. Oh, I can say this though. Romanian priests are campaigning across that Balkan country to convince believers not to watch a popular reality TV show that's broadcast live sex. Uh oh. Romanian media said on Thursday, what? Huh? I didn't hear nothing. The Romanian... <laughs> <laughs> the Romanian version of Big Brother, where a group of young people live together in a house with live cameras, was heavily fined by the country's media watchdog last month for broadcasting images of two housemates having sex. Oh, my God. Several Christian denominations issued a rare joint statement condemning the show as immoral and urging viewers to switch the channel. This program is a very bad taste and an unhappy experiment on humans which morally destroys our youth, said a statement from the Romanian Orthodox Patriarchate's website. Big Brother offers a false system of values in which, oh, this is a Big Brother, uh, in which freedom turns into frivolity, the truth becomes a lie, and right, good, and beauty are minimized, <clears throat> it said, in uh, Romania. And somebody wrote on here, don't tell Michael Powell. <clears throat> Here's another one. <clears throat> this looks like Rich Pactor's writing to me. Yes. Boy, is he chronic or what? Yes. Oh. He says, what do Charlie Crist and John Kennedy Jr. have in common? I'm gagging a little bit. I just drank some soda and went down the wrong tube. Anyway, what did Charlie Chris and John Kennedy Jr. have in common? Blaming. No, it took five times to pass the bar, both of them. Cute. Nice going, Rich. For a change. Okay, let's get this list going, baby. Five six seven oh five sixty, because I got a whole pile of stuff here, man. I got piles. Like you wouldn't believe. Denny's is in the lead. I do like those mother humper pies though. And did somebody tell us that they don't have those anymore? They discontinued the uh, Mother Humper Pie? I'm not sure. What is the worst sit-down restaurant chain in America? No drive-thru. That, that's the uh, the deal. And we're not talking about in the past. You said Sambo's. There's no more Sambo's. <laughs> no. I think that was a racial thing. That was a yoke. Uh, 47 votes. Denny's has 24 of them. They were good, nine. Applebee's, five. Chili's, four. Melting Pot, three. Perkins Pancake uh, House has got a pair. Why, why would they say that? I don't know. I like Perkins Pancake House. There's one in Tampa, I believe, on Dale Mabry. Tampa's got uh, better restaurants than uh, Miami Fort Lauderdale. Why is that? I don't don't know. What's up with that? I don't know. I mean, you'd think that the Yahoo's over there, that Crystal would be good enough for them. They do have Crystal. (laughs) 
What? What are you laughing about? You ever had Crystal? Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about your wife. <laughs> That's uh, we we touched on that yesterday. One time too many. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. They got that Donatello's over there. They got Burns Steakhouse, right? Right. I mean, we got Ruth Chris, which uh, I mean, it's so long since I've been to Burns, I can't really tell you which I like better is Burns or Ruth Chris. I can't tell. You. It burns. WQAM, hello. Uh, good morning, Neil. How are you? Yes, sir. I got one for your poll. I don't know if it technically qualifies, but the rest well, let's, let's check this out. <laughs> we'll pass it house. by the committee. What is it? The Rascal House. Is it a chain? Well, there are two or three of them around. I qualify? There are two or three. Where are the other two? There's one there... in Boca. Oh, there is one a Rascal in, uh, House North... in Boca? Oh, there's a Rascal House in Boca. Sure is. Oh, my God. Oh, and it's even worse. Okay, I will get it on there. If there's more than one, that's good enough for me. I hate the Rascal House. With all, with all apologies to the Hebrew Hammer, <laughs> I can't. I mean, that, that place is for uh, barbarians. Even Conan won't eat there. O'Brien. The Rascal House. I like that. That's a good choice. Five six seven oh five sixty. There, there got to be a thousand of these, don't you think? How about some of them in little steakhouse chains, like Ponderosa? But we'll wait. See, I don't want to start mentioning right. them because we'll wait and give these people. Uh, oh, I got just too much stuff here, you know? Too much stuff. WQAM. Hello. QAM. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How about the Piccadilly Cafe or cafeteria? Is that a? Yeah, I guess it is a chain, isn't it? Uh, are you Valley? Uh huh. Like I said, we'll put it down anyway, even though it's him. That butthole. Oh, can we say butthole? I don't Hi, Pally. So. I just did. I'm not. I'm not paying any attention to them anymore. I'm just. I'm. I'm not asking any more questions. I know the ones that we can't say, and I'm not saying. Oh, can we say this guy? No, I'm just. I'm just doing the show. I'm tired of nervous Nellies. Well, you know, hyperventilating. Let them go get some professional help. Is my suggestion to those people. Okay. We had a nice solid seven three in men in last month. We had a nice trend yesterday, and we're moving on up. And as soon as that uh, no speaking English oldie moldy stuff wears off. As soon as the glory of that, and some of you uh, uh, spicks out there wake up and join the uh, parade and become Americans, then it would be really nice, you know, instead of listening to uh, hoochie-coochie crap. See, even though our friend called yesterday, he never really told us any of the artists that they're playing. I said, are they playing Celia Cruz? No. Uh, well, who are they? Uh, he, didn't, he didn't tell us. I said, Luis Miguel? No. I am Celia Cruz, and I am dead now, but I remember when I was alive. I will let you do in fact, what are Bill Tanner, Mark Foley, and Charlie Crist, huh, have in common? I think that's our poll question today. I'm serious. I mean, um, Bill Tanner's right in there killing us with his advocacy for those no-speaking-in-glaze stations because he's got a vested interest there. See, I look at that whole deal, I see a conflict of interest, don't you? Oh, yeah. He's the consultant for QAM, which is an English-language station in South Florida, which is a real rarity these days, if you ask me. And he's also consulted for a whole chain of Spanish language radio stations, and he's always run into Arbitron. Oh, well, gee, the Spanish stations are getting under a sample. <laughs> yeah, right. WQM line nine. Hello. Whoa, another poll today. <laughs> <laughs> that was sensational. <laughs> oh, now he's starting to call. Oh, that was a beautiful thing. Five six seven. Oh, five sixty. Man. WQM, hello. Not there on line eight. WQM. Hey, Neil, how are you? Pretty good. George, how you doing, man? Peachy. Hey, I got a question about your phone numbers. You only give out the 567 number. The area code, does it matter, or is it wherever you're at? Uh, Dater Broward. Oh, okay, it does work, because I've tried 954 and never get in there. I end up calling it 305. I didn't listen to Randy yesterday, but the first day, about 5 o'clock, 
Yeah. Howard. She had on Ralph Nader. Yeah, he hung up on her. I got the story here a little later on. Yeah, but not until after she ripped him big right. time. Mm-hmm. Like telling them that basically, you know, Democrats just couldn't afford the guy. Right. So, I mean, she put up, she put up a hell of a fight. She yeah, well, she made, she made, uh, Katrina, you know, Katrina Vanden Heuvel from The Nation. Okay. She made her, uh, column. She got a nice mention in there. In fact, I'm, I'll get to it eventually if I can find it in my pile here. I'll get to it. Oh, here she's, it is. She's the only one that really knows radio for, you know, what it is. Yeah. Radio. The other people are all actors, comedians, and whatnot. She does. Yeah, it's going to take her a little while just to leave all of that uh, Palm Beach uh, Cemetery Village crowd behind her and just get on to uh, doing what it is that she's going to do. But uh, I think she'll be all right. But she really got hot way in the afternoon. You go, girl. All right. Take it easy. Thanks a lot, Pally. Bye. Randy, the goddess, she's doing it. Like I said, we wish her nothing but the best. And of course, uh, you know, George has just got a a personal grudge. What you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I think it had to do with Anna Maria. Denny's 34, the worst sit-down chain in America, no drive-through. Denny's 34. Now, see, people would say, well, you can sit down at McDonald's here, but they got a drive-through. See, see, that's why I put that in there because it differentiates. Denny's 34, I hop 11, I hop right out of that place. In fact, I did spots for them once upon a time under great duress. I'm sorry I did them. Uh, Applebee's 10, Olive Garden 7. All right, we just put it on there. The Olive Garden's already got seven. Oh, thank heaven. Uh, Chili's has got six. I like Chili's pretty good. So for what it is, they got good soup, right? I mean, you know, it's right. not a fancy fancy place. It's okay. Chicken fingers. Perkins Pancake House five. Shame on you. Melting Pot five. Piccadilly Cafeteria one. And the Rascal House don't have any yet. We're Sports Radio five sixty QAM. Night, my Uncle Tony joined my wife and kids at the Olive Tree Restaurant. Now, my Uncle Tony, he's an Italian cuisine connoisseur. If it ain't perfect, he's not happy. Now, I couldn't believe it when he said the chicken parmesan was the best he'd ever tasted. Plus, he kept raving about the free breadsticks and all the salad you could eat. My Uncle Tony recommends you come down to the Olive Tree, because when you're here, you're family. And by that, I mean, you know, in the family. Like last night, this couple was done eating, right? And they were walking out. And my uncle says, where are you going? And they say, we're heading out to see a movie. And Tony says, uh-uh, not till you head down to the 4 Ace Club and put a hit on that Bobo Maroni. And these people freaked out, right? They started laughing because they didn't realize my uncle was serious and that once you eat at the olive tree, you're in the family, right? So Tony stands up and he says, what's so funny? Do I amuse you? Am I some kind of clown or something? Then he takes a steak knife, right? And he starts sticking this guy and he's sticking him and sticking him, right? Well, anyway, the meal was great. The Olive Tree Restaurant. <laughs> when you're here, you're family. Forever. There's some good bleeps in there, thank God. Oh, you know? that was a bad bleep. That one was bad? I don't know. I thought it was very good. I thought it was excellent. I'm the bleep judge, by the way. I thought it was fine. You're the bleeping judge. Maybe we judge. can refine it a little bit. Just calm down. Somebody says Pizza Hut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody says Waffle House. I don't okay. think I've ever eaten at the Waffle House, at least not in 80 million years. Several, huh? whatever. It's like a, somewhere you eat on the road, like Shoney's. Yeah. And what about Shoney's? You want to put Shoney's on there? We, we could. We could. Now, who was saying Shoney's is terrible? Did you say that? It wasn't me. It was somebody else in here this morning. Oh, Josh somebody... Darrow. Josh Darrow. What his taste is? Uh, oh, I don't want to tell you where his taste is. We can't. I think you got a pretty good. Well, B said Rectum. something. At any rate, uh, Shoney's Waffle House Pizza. There's some good ones. The worst pizza. You're right. Is just uh, although it was really good back on Zeta days, but that's because they used to make special stuff for us. What they used to buy it somewhere else? Probably. 
They used to pick up. They certainly didn't get it. Oh, and I got another good one for you. Well, wait a minute. Uh, sit-down restaurant. Domino's don't have no sit-down restaurants. Just a delivery joint, right? Correct. Oh, damn it. Anyway, after a Senate petition opposing indecency legislation, the union yesterday sent a collection of nearly 1,500 letters and signatures its collective expressing opposition to Senate's Broadcast Decency Enforcement Act, which would, among other things, increase the fines the FCC can impose against artists and other non-FCC licensees. After Assistant uh, National Executive Director in Public Policy and Strategic Planning, Rebecca Ryan, what a title. Rebecca Ryan says this initial response, overwhelming for such a short period of time, confirms that serious concerns exist among performers about finding individuals for corporate decisions. She continues, the focus ought to be on how media consolidation creates fewer choices for the public and fewer outlets for diverse programming. It is clear that a half a million dollar fine will result in a chilling effect on artistic freedom, and she is absolutely... Absolutely correct. Exactly. Rebecca, how do you like that? So they had 1,500 letters and signatures, which they collected in a short time. Scott there on that stopfcc.com, he's got 144,000-plus signatures, <coughs> which he's managed to collect with, quite frankly, very, very little organized help, which is pretty sad. But that's why we're trying to raise that money on stopfcc.us so we can take out a national ad in USA Today, and millions of people all over the country will see it who are not in favor of uh, children of speech, who are not in favor of censorship, who are not in favor of Schmidt Cannon and the uh, First Amendment and the freedom of speech, and we are going to be pissed off enough to uh, sign a petition, we hope, right? We hope. In fact, this might inspire you a little bit along the same lines. Soap operas have become a potential target in the FCC crackdown on broadcast indecency. Oh, my God. According to a key official who said the programs might be too steamy for daytime TV. Michael J. Copps, the FCC commissioner who has led the agency's campaign against adult-oriented radio programs, told reporters yesterday that the FCC should review whether soap operas violate the agency's indecency prohibitions, according to TV Week, an industry trade publication. Mr. Copps, one of the two Democrats on the five-member FCC panel, said he stumbled across a racy soap opera scene while channel surfing recently. It was pretty steamy stuff for the middle of the afternoon, Mr. Cop said. Under FCC rules, over-the-air TV and radio stations cannot broadcast material involving sexual and excretory functions between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. when children might tune in. The FCC does not regulate content that airs on cable and satellite television yet. Mr. Copps made his remarks after an NAB summit on responsible programming. The day-long meeting was to close, was close to the press Although Mr. Copps, one of the several FCC officials who attended, met with reporters afterward. Mr. Copps could not be reached yesterday because he was traveling. The commission's, uh, commissioner's remarks do not necessarily mean he'll seek an investigation into soap operas or daytime TV in general. FCC Chairman Michael Powell declined comment when he was asked at the summit about Mr. Copps' remarks. Representatives for other FCC commissioners and ABC, CBS, and NBC, all of which air soap operas, didn't return phone calls or declined comment. Legislation that would dramatically raise fines against broadcasters is moving through Congress. Soap operas have largely escaped public criticism, although the programs have started to show more skin in recent years. All right. CBS representatives have denied published reports that the recent firing of Guiding Light producer John Conboy was linked to new sensitivities about indecency. Mr. Conboy was dismissed in February, about a week after the show aired a scene in which a character pulled down her boyfriend's underpants, revealing his bare bottom. Rectum. The amount of sex featured on daytime serials is usually blown out of proportion. 
According to Lynn Leahy, an editorial director of Soap Opera Digest and Soap Opera Weekly, the industry's leading publications, most viewers watch the programs because they're interested in stories about romance and family relationships. She said, the bottom line is these shows are about romance, not sex. It's always been that way, and it's always going to be that way. How do you like that? The nine daytime dramas drawing you know how many people? I give up. How many million? About 30, man. About 30 million viewers a week, but ratings have fallen steadily the past two decades. As more women, the traditional audience for soap operas, have entered the workforce. And, of course, a lot of them are also watching Jerry Springer, and they're watching uh, Jenny Jones, and they're watching, uh, what's her name, that uh, spick one? Christina. Christina. No spigot English, Christina. And things like that. All of these things. Montel, etc. Oh, here's one from Bill and Fort Lauderdale for our list. For the pool, how could you forget the Sizzler? <laughs> right. I don't I don't know if I ever ate there. I guess I probably Are they did. still around? They what? Not anymore, no. They're gone? Yeah, I, so. I thought they were gone. Okay, so don't put it on there. If the sizzler's gone, maybe Bill's a little bit behind the times, okay? Maybe he just don't know, uh, ain't getting the right meat. I mean, if you want all-you-can-eat shrimp, it was great. All-you-can-eat all you what? Sam. <laughs> Denny's 48, the worst sit-down restaurant in America. Not drive through Restaurant chain now. It's got to be a chain. Not one where you were around your neck. Denny's 48, Applebee's 18, IHOP 16. The Olive Garden is zooming up there with 15. It blows. Chili's 10. Melting Pot 8. Piccadilly Cafeteria 6. What about speaking of cafeterias? Is Morrison still in business? I reckon. I don't know. It's got to be, isn't it? It's got to be. Morrison's. Oi! Well, you got to bring your own teeth in a glass. I bet you. Let's put Morrison's on there. I'm sure it's still in business. It's got to be. Or is that uh, the same as Piccadilly Cafeteria? Did they buy them out or something? I don't know. Put it on there. I think Morrison's is still around. 20 before 11 at 560 WQM, the Mad Dog at 2, Joe Zagacki at 4. Oy. Exactly. Marlins on deck at 655. We got pre-season baseball. Marlins at the Mets in Port St. Lucie at the 710 tonight. Eddie K after the baseball crash. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. Hi, this is Larry King, and they don't come any better than Neil Rogers. Starting next week on 560 WQAM. It's My Three Sport Holes. Starring Greg Reed as Uncle Greg, Mo Howard David, Gelby Geldersleeves, and Gay Carlo. What's going on here? They're teasing me, Uncle Greg, and I have a big day tonight. All right, both of you, cut that out. Now I want all you kids out of my kitchen. All right, uh, yo, Mo. Yeah, boss. Would you give me a haircut? Sure. Thank you. Yeah, I'm delivering this fifty million dollar check to Mark Rocky Rakikiko to help put us out of business. You see, put us out of business? That don't make sense. Well, life gets boring, and oh, never mind. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Now cut my hair. Okay, boss. And. What's that noise? Oh, that's uh, Geldy drowning in a bowl of soup. Well, can't he swim? Ah, let him die. Hello, what's this sticking out the side of my head? That's your ear. I could cut that off, too, if you like. Oh, yes, that's it. Joe, cut that out. Whatever you say, pal. No, that's it. My three sport holes. Only on 560 WQAM, your community-minded sports whorehouse. Yeah, you know, I'm going to tell you how stupid they are. If they had any brains at all, you know how cheap they could get Boca Brian like to do um, a little part of that morning deal? 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Doing the uh, Mo voice and the Gildy <laughs> voice and throwing an occasional uh, guest appearance by Greg Reed, a.k.a. Jack Benny. And uh, it would get a, get a 30 share, I'm telling you right now. That would. But anyway, they're showing on CNN the Amish are vacationing in Sarasota. Are they? Which I'm really shocked because they showed them at the beach and there's all those nearly naked people running around around them. And I, I think they probably have to, like, um, I don't know, like cover up their eyes. Maybe. Well, the youngsters are allowed to, uh, you know, cut loose. They are? Yeah, they are. They they want the Amish, because i got that book now. The Amish will only want sincere Amish joining up. So when you're a youngster, a teenager, and a young adult, you're allowed to... Uh, do what? Run out there and do whatever you want. Not watch TV. No, you can go not out. Not listen to radio. Certainly not watch Baywatch. And do anything you want. And if you are if you want to come back at that point, they will, uh, you know, you swear the oath. So this is like a test run. And then right. if, you're up to, if you're up to their standards, then you right. can come back and live on the farm. Right, but they with want a simple your rural choice. life with no elect, no electric, no radio, no TV, no uh, no motor cars, not a single luxury. Right, no like electric razors, things like that. No. Bush counsel called 9/11 panelists before Clark testified. This is very disturbing. I got 80 million stories here, and I will drop them in because this is important crap. Even though a lot of people don't care, but then again, President Bush's top lawyer placed a telephone call to at least one of the Republican members of the 9/11 Commission when the panel was gathered in Washington, March 24th, here the testimony of Dick Clark. According to people with direct knowledge of the call, says the Washington Post, White House counsel Alberto Gonzalez called Commissioner Fred Fielding, one of the five Republican members of the body, and according to one observer also called Republican Commission Chamber a member uh, Jim Thompson, who's just obnoxious. Representative Henry Waxman, uh, Waxman, the ranking Democrat on the House Government Reform Committee, wrote to Gonzalez yesterday asking him to confirm and describe the conversations. Waxman said it would be unusual if such ex parte contacts occurred during the hearing. He didn't allege anything would be illegal in such phone calls, but suggested that such contacts would be improper because the conduct of the White House is one of the key issues being investigated by the commission. White House spokesman were unable to get a response from Gonzalez. How do you like that? Dun, 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 dun. I just mentioned that in passing. But the good news is Condoleezza, our favorite, our favorite gap-tooth lion bitch, is going to testify on April 8th. You ready for that? That sounds like next Thursday to me. Uh, responding to heavy political pressure from both Republicans and Democrats, the White House made an abrupt about-face on Tuesday, agreeing to allow Rice to testify publicly and under oath after insisting she only speaking to the panel privately, but because it was a political nightmare for them, they said, okay, whatever you say, it looks bad. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oath. I mean, talk about transparent and obvious. No, no, he thinks it's a good idea now. Oh, man. Oh, you're, you love this story. This is from the... Um, Guardian, UK. See, if you want to read good news, uh, meaningful news, most American newspapers are pure crap, okay? You just get propaganda. Oh, and that thing about the uh, pictures, I got a story on that later on, but I just, I didn't talk about that yesterday. All this argument about, well, whether, whether they want to show those graphic images of the dead soldiers and the way that they trashed their body. Well, of course we want to see those pictures because that's the same thing that happened in Vietnam. The American public needs to know this isn't some kind of a cakewalk in a park and they're not being handed flowers and candy. That, that American kids are being butchered over there every day. So this business about, well, it's just insensitive to put those pictures on the front page. They ought to be forced to look at those pictures, every American, so they understand what this is all about, all this butchery that's going on over there. Insanity. Oh, and speaking of that, during one of the uh, very lengthy breaks we have today, <laughs> i got to grab that Richard Clark book. I almost forgot, because i got just a couple of pages of that I want to read, too. Oh, good. Yeah. Anyway... The Israeli government has written to the BBC accusing its Middle East correspondent, Orla Girin, of anti-Semitism and total identification with the goals and methods of the Palestinian terror groups over a report on a 16-year-old would-be suicide bomber last week. 
Nathan Sharansky, Israel's Minister for Diaspora Affairs, complained that Guerin had portrayed the army's handling of the arrest of Hassam Abdu, who was captured with explosives strapped to his chest, as cynical manipulation of a Palestinian youngster for propaganda purposes. He said this revealed a deep-seated bias against Israel. The BBC said it was looking into the complaint, the first by the Israeli government since late last year, when it lifted a boycott of the corporation of the a corporation imposed in protest at a documentary on the Jewish state's weapons of mass destruction. But the letter comes as several foreign news organizations complain of increasing government pressure to curtail critical coverage or to report stories Israel believes help identify the Palestinian conflict with global Islamist terrorism. Officials have presented editors with dossiers on individual reporters and singled out organizations such as Sky News for allegedly having an anti-Israel agenda. I could read the whole thing, but I'm not going to do it. I just want to get to that one part. Last month, the Israeli foreign minister, Sylvain Shalom, pulled out of an interview on Sky's Sunday with Anna Bolton after the show refused to cancel an appearance by the Palestinian representative in London. CNN sources say the network has bowed to considerable pressure on its editors. Israeli officials boast they now have only to call a number at the network's headquarters in Atlanta, that's CNN, to pull any story they do not like. I should probably read that paragraph again. Yeah, I didn't understand that it was in English. CNN sources say the network has bowed to considerable pressure on its editors. Israeli officials boast that all they have to do is call a number at the network's headquarters in Atlanta to pull any story they do not like. Oi! I just mentioned that in passing. Not that you're not getting the real news, of course. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT. Oh, speaking of Randy, I've got to read this one now. Katrina Vandenhoeven in the nation, which uh, she's great. Conservatives for Nader, not a large group. Ralph Nader continues to fantasize that his candidacy will succeed in peeling as many Republican and independent votes away from Bush as progressive votes from Kerry. But, as comic John Stewart quips, conservatives for Nader, not a large group, about the same size as retarded death row Texans for Bush. <laughs> the problem is, as Micah Siffrey writes in his smart weblog, all the polls show Nader drawing anywhere between 3 and 7 percent of the vote, with the internals skewing heavily to the left. Sure, some people who vote for Nader would otherwise not have voted for all at all, but it's clear that most of the Nader's support, whether he tops his 2,000 showing of 2.7% or not, will come from many who would otherwise vote for John Kerry. This does not deter Nader. In a front-page story in yesterday's New York Times, and in a live on-air appearance on the brand-new liberal radio network, Air America, he seemed to relish tweaking friends and former allies. He even hung up the phone in a live on-air interview with one of Air America's hottest radio hosts, Randy Rhodes who was challenging him about why he felt the need to campaign in swing states, among other key issues. The click came after the two engaged in a bitter discussion about progressive values and political strategy in this election and beyond. Nice going, Randy. I told you she was going to be great. If those the Palm Beach Yentos will leave her alone. So anyway, Katrina says, let's hope Nader has a more productive dialogue with Democratic presidential nominee John Kerry when they meet sometime this month in a meeting requested by Nader. As for my position on Iran, she says, yeah. Uh, we already had that on our website, the previous one, open letter. Get lost, Ralph, okay? Go away with that big, fat ego of yours. You make us sick. So how do you like that? There's a nice, you know, Randy was complaining she's not getting any uh, recognition. There you go, girl. You go, girl. Katrina Vandenhoevel, no less than uh, the editor of The Nation, gives you a nice plug there, okay? And uh, she got Nader so... Uh, See, nobody told us the other day. They told, her, no. told us that she grilled him real good. Nobody told us that he got so flustered that he hung up on her. Nice going, Randy. <laughs> And uh, Anna Maria still says no. 3483, by the way. What is it? 3483. 3483. 3483 bucks for stopfcc.us. Yes. Well, let's creep it along there. Our goal today is to get, uh, what, to 5000 by the end of the show? <laughs> what? 
I beg your pardon? Okay. Like sure. I said, our goal today is to get to 4000 by the end of the show. Today. Listen, 1900 okay. that uh, money in there is yours and mine. I know. Okay? See, well, any time I get behind a cause, I put my money where my mouth is. And, yeah, I make a few bucks, but I got 1800 bucks right. in there already. Well, you have a big mouth, so you have to, you know, match it with and, big and, bucks. And I'm going to say it again. With a little peapot like you, I don't think we can say piss pot anymore. anymore. With a little peapot like you can put 100 bucks in there who's got two kids and a wife to support and a dog. Right. Several mistresses. Right. And still, and, and I didn't, I want the audience to know this. I didn't expect you to put in anything. This just came out yeah. of uh, nowhere. Yesterday we were discussing no, with Eric and trying to get this thing going so we can get it functional and all these people are just itching to help us out with his cause, supposedly. And, uh, George says, oh, I'll put in a hundred. And I thought, what? It's what? important. It's hugely important, but nobody it realizes that. Well, no, it's only freedom of speech. It's only our ability to right. do the show. It's only everybody's ability to stay on the air. It's only the ability of people out there to still watch what shows they want to see on cable and satellite and on TV and uh, over the radio, etc., and read what books they want to read. This is just the beginning, and you'll notice how fast they're moving, man. It's like a right. gigantic snowball rolling downhill. Without freedom of speech, we won't be able to complain when they stuff us into boxcars. Shut up. So anyway, George put in his hundred, so we got what thirty-four something. Let's get to four thousand by the end of the show today, okay? A thousand a day keeps the old pain in the ass of Codger away. Okay. Keep, keep me off your ass, right? Right. Because our goal is to get to about thirty grand. Now maybe that's totally unrealistic. We've never done this before on this station. I did it on I and Z, no problem at all. We raised I don't know what it was. I don't know how many grand, but we you know we can get to thirty grand in like a year. <clears throat> what? We can get to thirty grand this time next year. No, not in a year. Not in a year. We don't have a year to diddle around with this, okay? I, my deadline would have to be like at the end of May, like around the 1st of June, because after, very shortly after the 1st of June, everybody takes off with the kids and they vanish for the summertime. So by the 1st of June at the very latest, I'd like to see that ad in there in USA Today and get this thing going. Stop FCC.us. And it would seem to me, since we got thousands of people to sign a petition from Florida, from South Florida, StopFCC.com, that if each one of those people would donate, like, even just the two bucks, we'd have uh, a hell of a lot more than uh, we could put a half-page, full-page ad in there. We can get five million signatures, and they're just slapping uh, signatures up to their armpits. Oh! But we'll see. We'll see if these people are willing to put their money where their mouth is. And, you know, the $3 and the $5 donations, they're fine. They add up. But where are the people out there with 100 and the 200 and the 500? Where are those people, huh? They're out there. We're waiting on you. Talk is cheap, man. Everybody talks a good game. Well, we're just waiting. We're going to help you out. Okay. Go for it. WQAM, hello. Not there. WQAM, hello. Yes, how you doing, Neil? Pretty good. Uh, uh, I, I, you were talking about Morrissey's before. I, I, yeah. They were overtaken by Piccadilly's, at least down here in Hollywood. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, I can't vote until later on, and I will be voting for uh, Denny's. But with all the... Another thing, with all them crazy religious stuff going on, I was wondering if you guys can still play the bit, my religion is better than your religion. Yes, we can, sir. We'll write at the top of the hour, just in honor of you. All right, thank you. Okay, Zach is on. 5670560, oh, see that's in code when we start talking in Yiddish, we're talking in code. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know if he's Jewish or not. He just sounded Jewish to me. What? Now you know what the Spix rep. By the way, happy Pesach and happy Easter. Gracias. And happy uh, Ass Wednesday. We already had Ass Wednesday, right? Every Wednesday. We had no Ass Wednesday was uh, when the movie came out. By the way, Mel Gibson, boy, you talk about the suckers born every minute. All that baloney about his faith and about his uh, fanatical Catholicism and about his Nazi father. Oh, man. Talk about the whole world gets sucked in. He's running to the bank with $250 million. Hey, Mel, loan us 30 grand, okay, for the ad. Live, Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM.
that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. races baby what is the worst sit-down restaurant chain in america with no drive-through benny 68 applebee's 29 olive garden 25 i'm telling you olive garden might eventually give them a run for their money they're moving up fast i hop hop on it 22 chili's 14 melting pot 12 waffle house 12 piccadilly cafeteria 10 shoney's 10 pizza hut 9 morrison's 8 i think there must be still some of morrison's uh, uh, Red Lobster 5 and Rascal House 3 out of 233 votes. Mike says the Red Lobster is mobbed, mostly with African-Americans ordering... See him. And the place sucks, says Mike. I know. I worked there. He used to work there at the Red Lobster. See, Josh knows that uh, Applebee's sucks because he used to work there. Now, did you get to eat there when you worked there or not? Yeah, I got to eat. You know, I, I didn't take advantage too much, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> In other words, who would want to is what you're really trying to say. He's trying to be diplomatic. Basically. Even How long did you work there? Uh, about six months. Uh-huh, and that was enough? Yeah. Applebee's Blows. It's in a nice second-place spot. In our, now, somebody says, what about Fuddruckers or Salvatore's? I don't know what Salvatore's is. No, neither. Now, Fuddruckers, do they have a drive-thru or not? Because there's one right there in the corner of uh, Sunrise and University or Pine Island, right, whichever it is. That's the only one that I've seen, and uh, they don't. Yeah, I don't think they do. No no uh, drive-thru. So Fuddruckers counts. And, again, the only problem I have, I like their food. The only problem is they butter the bun, unless you tell them don't butter the bun. And when they butter the bun, you have, I uh, see, I can't make those sounds anymore, but, oh. What was that? 
It was just a little uh, a gurgle, a little gurgling sound. You know, when you get to be this old, you start making rattling and gurgling sounds. So that's all that was. Anyway, Fuddruckers, we can put that on there. Although, I, I don't know, you don't like the food there? Have you ever eaten it? Are you talking to me? Anybody, you, Josh? I've, I've I think it's there. good, actually. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I think the food's pretty good. Really, and what I like is burger. that they have they have like the uh, the melted cheese that you can glob on. You, know, you get your burger and you wait and you wait and you wait. That's the only thing I don't like is you have to wait. They cook it to order, which is okay, but you wait. And then you have like the fixins thing there, and you put all that. They have like the melted cheddar cheese, and they have like a you no know, sweet pickle relish. I mean, a really good green and uh, all that's all of these things. Yeah, all of these things. <clears throat> so I don't know why we're putting it on there, but somebody will vote for it just to be a, a jerk, you know, just to show that they're asked yeah, to the world. Why not? Bomb found on Spanish rail line in Madrid. An explosive device has been found along a high-speed railway serving Madrid and Seville. The bomb contained 10 to 12 kilograms, that's 22 to 24 pounds of dynamite connected to a detonator by a 131-meter cable. That's 430 feet for those who are into the, uh, not into the metric crap. Trains on the line were halted today after a railway employee discovered a suspicious package along the tracks near the town of Villaseca de la Sagra. Well, I like the way that sounds. Villaseca de la Sagra. In Toledo province, south of Madrid, a spokesman for the Civil Guard National Headquarters in Madrid told CNN, Are we going to get a list of uh, the songs that they're playing on WCMQFM so we can compete? Where Some of the artists that? that they're playing? No, seriously, I mean, that call we had yesterday from our good paisan there, I mean, that was, you know, humorous, but as usual, but it didn't really give us any information. I realize it's just a flash, and that sooner or later, even the Julios will calm down and say, Oh, we heard that song 85 times already. It's just like magic. We're tired of it, you know. After they hear Build Me Up Buttercup and Espanol the first 4,000 times. <laughs> hey, I mean, I don't know what they could be format. playing. I said, are they playing uh, Celia Cruz? No. Are they playing Luis Miguel? No. Are they playing? Maybe they're playing like a bunch of uh, Julio the Greasiest records. Who the hell knows? Well, we'll find out. Somebody must know. Unless, of course, they just made that all up about CMQ and if nobody's really, really listened to them at all. WQM, hello. <laughs> Nobody on line nine. WQM, hello. How about Cracker Barrel, Barrel Man? Cracker Barrel never ate there. <laughs> that will give me that. <laughs> that good, that will, huh? That will give me the instant Hershey's. Okay, thanks. Oh, don't say that. Oh, no. you hear what he said, I, Duff? Cracker Barrel's Duff, he said Hershey's. fine, by well, the way. I beg your pardon? Cracker Barrel's fine. Is it? Well, he don't like the Cracker Barrel. He's a cracker that don't like the Cracker Barrel. Okay, that's his taste. You think it's fine. I've seen it in various malls and stuff. I mean, I didn't even realize the Cracker Barrel had like a sit-down thing. Isn't that just yeah, like in malls? it's a gift shop with a restaurant or a restaurant with a gift shop. Oh, I got a good one. What's that? Stookies. Okay. Yeah. They don't have any drive-thru. Are they still around? Sure. They are? On the highway. Well, there you go. See, he said something about Hershey Highway, and they're talking about yeah. just on your general I-95 and 75 Highway. Right. Stookies, S-T-U-C-K-E-Y-S. Man, I love that peanut brittle, though. Right. The only problem yeah. is if you go in there and you buy a box, it might have been sitting there for about 18, <laughs> 20 years. No. I mean, they really put, they put the brittle in peanut brittle. It's fossilized. So if you want your teeth just to, like, crumble in the first bite, that's always a good place to do it. Stookies. Mm-mm. I haven't eaten there in, oh, I don't know how many years. About 30, man. A long time, and hopefully never will again. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. I have one for your poll. Yes, the, sir? The Golden Corral. Never heard of it. Oh, it's a, it's a chain of about three or four restaurants. The food was cold, overpriced, and a, a line was waiting to get in. It was unbelievable. That figures. If the food sucks and uh, overpriced, <laughs> then there's a line waiting to get in. You bet. Okay, I'll see you Thanks, in Mohawk, Neil. I'll see you at the Olive oh. Garden. All right. <laughs> See, in Mohawk, hey, Mohawk's racing right now. Let's get some race uh, stuff on there. Where's Frank Salive when you need him the most, you know what? Huh? 
a little possum back there in a second. They let Metropolis clear to the lead, and then they blew right on by in the stretches. Metropolis started to get very, very tired on the front end, and Mario makes it. Mario by Arjan down the stretch. I think they kicked him out of Pompano Park years ago, I do recall. But anyway, let's talk some harness racing. No, no. <laughs> oh, five six seven oh five. I told you it was going to be a great day today. There's just something. I don't know what it is. The ratings came out yesterday. Station did pretty darn good. We're making a nice comeback now after uh, they couldn't find our audience for a couple of months. And uh, even the Mo Man, we'll give him his uh, due, you know. Absolutely. He didn't do spectacular, but I think uh, he and Joe did pretty decent, right? Right. Not that I'm trying to suck up to the Mo Man because he makes me want to vomit. But nevertheless, I mean, look, uh, we we all eat out of the same trough, if you catch my drift. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Good morning. Good morning, it's Diaz. Uh, Norma Kent needs to be euthanized immediately, if not sooner, okay? Why is that? Because Air America without the prestigious Neil <laughs> Rogers is a joke, man. It is criminal. Absolutely. I agree with that. Well, you want to know the best part of the whole deal is they're saying that they don't want to just do the boring, like, liberal talk like when Mario Cuomo was on. They want people with personality and people with humor. I mean, I can't think of anybody more appropriate than yours truly to be on there with a little bit of wit, even they, if it's they, a half-wit. They don't have you know. three personalities. They could rub together in that whole network. I right. mean, can we even say that? No. <laughs> hey, it's your boy, guy. Have a pleasant day, Tully. Yeah, back to you. <laughs> By the way, Norma just got out of the hospital. He spent three days in the hospital with some kind of a coronary thing, and they had to, like, open up his tubes, et cetera. But he's okay. But I guess he he emailed me that the other day. I guess looking for sympathy over the fact that Randy's on there now and I'm not. And again, I you know you can say all you want that I'm jealous. Uh, I would like to be on there. I don't begrudge her anything. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, you know she's probably got the better connections than I got. I got Norma. Look what she's got. See what I'm saying? I say it. Maybe she had Jim. No. I think she dumped his ass a long time. I think Never that was the it. beginning of her uh, road to success. Was dumping that Jim. Oh my God. Hi. This is Jim. Love your show, Neil. Love you. Love you. See, she almost derailed her own career before it got really off the tracks because, uh, she got hooked up with that clown and that's all she ever talked about. Oh my Jimmy, he's so wonderful. He's such a genius, my Jimmy. And he just kept coming around the station and hanging around. Didn't do anything there. But uh, that was a bad, bad mistake. And believe me, the management hated him like... And that was one of the reasons that Bob Green and others there at IOD really uh, turned on her because, uh, oh, my Jimmy, you know, when you try to push somebody uh, who doesn't work there down their throat, you know? Yeah, like Boca Brian. What, what does that mean? <laughs> Are you saying yeah. that they hate Boca Brian at QAM? Is that what you're they trying to say? Boca Brian they despise Boca Brian. We know that because he costs them money. And makes fun of them. And he makes fun of them. Well, you know something, but everything he says is true. Oh, let's see. Bobby Rabino's, or if not, Tony Roma's. Well, I had a lunch at Tony Roma's in Berlin. How do you like that? Write that down on your wrist. I had right. a Tony It was pretty good. Tony Roma's in Berlin. I couldn't believe when I saw it. It was sitting right there in a big, beautiful, new place, Tony Roma's. And they had, like, American menus and American everything. In Berlin, no less. I don't show those crowds a thing or two. Bobby Rabino's, and it says, are they still open? I know he died. Now, are they still open? Are they still in business? I guess. I would think so. I'm pretty sure they might be. Why would I, I they not be in business? Them. So Bobby Rabino's, they don't have a drive-thru. Tony Roma's, again, that's the distinction. If it has a drive-thru, that makes it a fast food joint. And we've done the fast food polls millions. Of... We're tired of those fast food polls, man. Even I'm tired of that, you know, because we know McDonald's sucks. They just had a piece on CNN here a little bit ago about McDonald's uh, coming up with these gourmet sandwiches. Oh, my God. That's going to be a real winner. Gourmet sandwiches. I'm going to go and get some uh, delicious gourmet food at McDonald's. Yeah. I'm going to go out and get a Philly cheesesteak at McDonald's. French dip. 
Yeah, and like this guy, I beg your pardon? You call names again? <laughs> Talking about Denise Potvin again, French dip. He's the original French dip. That's what I hear. I can't tell you who told me that. <laughs> With or without the OGs. By the way, the Panthers lost again last night. They're playing some pretty exciting games lately, but then they always wind up losing them. That's the problem because other teams are highly motivated. And the Panthers are going to wind up about 14 to 16 points out of a playoff spot. So unlike what Geldy is trying to peddle a propaganda there, it has been not a uh, successful season. It's been very, very disappointing. And if not for the unbelievable play of Bobby Luongo, they wouldn't have won like uh, 15 games this season. So, I mean, they can thank him. They ought to be kissing his ass, everybody on that team, including the organization. They better sign him up for the rest of his life. So what do we got here? We got Denny's 77. Got a Denny's real close by my house. You know, have I ever been there? No. I, I can't imagine under any circumstances going in there anymore, you know? I mean, it's, I've been in a Denny's many times in my life, as I'm sure you have. Here, but here's I, the circumstance. You yeah. and your buddies are out, and you're all really trashed and hungry, and it's 4 in the morning. Right. You go in for breakfast or a right. grand slam. Right. Right. That's why you go to Denny's. I see. Well, uh, I don't get drunk, and I don't uh, drive around at 4 in the morning with my buddies, so what can I tell you? Denny's 77, Applebee's, at, in fact, about that time, I'm getting my, emptying out my colostomy bag at 4 in the morning. <laughs> Denny's 77, Applebee's 35, the Olive Garden 35. Hey, listen, you're laughing, man. I, I know. George has been calling me the old man for how many years? About 30, man. Yeah. And now I finally have reached the point where you're right. I, I give up. I give in. I no longer resent it. I, it I'm, a, I'm an old, an old fart. Sorry, Josh calls me old man. I'm sure he does. Punk. <laughs> Denny's 77, Applebee's 35, Olive Garden 35, the IHOP 29, Waffle House 20, Pizza Hut 15, Chili's 15. I like this pool, by the way. I love it. Piccadilly Cafeteria 14, Shoney's 13. I like their strawberry pie. But see, some of these places, when you haven't been in them for years and years, I mean, Shoney's Big Boy in Detroit was very, very big all over Michigan, but especially in Detroit. Shoney's Big Boy. Isn't that what they they still call it, Big Boy? There was Elias Brothers Big Boy and Shoney's Big Boy. Uh, no, I just see Shoney's. Just Shoney's. I've seen a Big Boy. Uh, let's see. So uh, Piccadilly Cafeteria 14, Melting Pot 13, the Red Lobster 9. I hear it. I haven't been in one of those in many, many years. Lucky and you. I hear it. Huh? I haven't been there in many, many years. We got them here. There's Red Lobsters in Toronto, but uh, no thanks. Not Morrison's enough. Cafeteria, I know they're still around. 9. Perkins Pancake House 8. The Rascal House has got 5. Sorry, uh, Hebrew Hammer. Golden Corral 3. Bud Ruckers, too. Be very careful the way you say that. Stookies, which is spelled very, very incorrectly there. Uh, how do you, how do you spell it? I thought that's how you told me. S-T-U-C-K-E-Y-S. Yeah, it's got a Y in it. I mean, you're close, but you left out the... Why? Cracker Barrel, Bobby Rubino's, and Tony Roma's just on They don't have any, but they will out of the first 312. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA, QA. Hey, you bastard. Red Hamster. Hey there, rodent lovers. March is all you can eat weasel month at Red Hamster. Red Hamster for the rodents. With three tasty new rodent platters. There's deep fried field mice, peel and eat muskrat, and of course our world famous hamster melt. I like a bacon double cheese weasel, please, and uh, hold the hair. And our platters are always fresh. Not like those other rodent places, because we keep them spinning on the wheel right up until they hit the fat. Try our tasty roadside pizza. Fresh from the highway to your table in minutes. It's good. And don't forget dessert. Can we have some chocolate chip on cookies, please? <laughs> yeah, and I'll have a hot apple pie a la mole. Coming up. Red hamster for the rodent lover. Red hamster on Main Street across from Turbo King. <laughs> 
1117 at 560. Now I know where uh, Mo got that piece. Piece of what? Crap. So I'm looking at the uh, ratings again, just briefly. I don't want to get into that because it gets the audience just glazed over, comatose. But I see Mr. Ego. Now, this is another reason that we didn't put him on the um, on the poll yesterday for best talk show host, mm-hmm. Steve King. First of all, if you have to buy your way on the air, that's probably not a really good <laughs> sign in terms of uh, competing, being a real talk show host. And number two, of the 35 stations that are listed in the Miami, Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale market by Arbitron, uh, 35 are listed, 12-plus uh, ratings. In other words, the whole audience, uh, I, I give him the benefit of the doubt because that includes even people over the age of 100, which is probably most of what little audience he's got. Out of 35 audience uh, stations listed, where do you think he came in? Uh, 35th? Yes, good guess. I think I told you before. Just tell me what your problem is. Down from a 0.3 in the November, December, January ratings to uh, December, January, February from a 0.3 down to a 0.2. Average quarter hours of 1,600 people <laughs> listening to the uh, Egomeister. So I don't consider him to be like a real talk show. Quite frankly, it never has been, even when he was on real radio stations, except for that one book when I first went to IOD, and he was getting the slop over in the afternoon. And then after they listened to the same contrived controversy over and over again, uh, that was the end of that. And then he went to New York for about, what, how many days? About 30, man. And uh, history tells the tale of that. So just another pretender is what he is. Let's see, Ethan says, how about Fridays or Bennigan's? I'm not sure which one I hate worse. Gee, there's a Fridays out there by me now. At um, In fact, I don't know. Fridays I thought was pretty good, wasn't it, or not? It was fine. We'll stick them both on there. Yeah. We'll put them on there. But, and Bennigan's, I always like Bennigan's. Mm-hmm. You don't think? No, I like Bennigan's just fine also. Where do we have a Bennigan's uh, in South sticks or something there. Oh, they're all over them? the place. They, they got them in Kendall. They're over here in, uh, like, Hallandale has a Bennigan's. Oi! Really? Yeah. Now, in the Hallandale one, have they got, like, an extra soft uh, food menu they can, like, gum? They have a blender at every table. All right. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just blend the food, then mm-hmm. you can just drink it down. I'll have a Philly che- uh, cheesesteak. Be sure and put it in the blender first. I'll just drink it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fabulous. Kerry Camp challenges Bush to debates, saying it's time to raise the level of dialogue. Senator John Kerry's presidential campaign called on President Bush's re-election campaign yesterday to agree to six debates in key battleground states. And you know what they said so far? No. Oh, good guess. Democrats in Pennsylvania, Arizona, Washington, Ohio, Missouri, and Florida plan to hold press uh, conferences over the next several days to highlight the importance of a substantive discussion on issues affecting all Americans, national security, homeland security, veterans' issues, education, environment, energy policies, the economy, health care, equal opportunity for all. Last month, Kerry called uh, for issue-oriented debates, but the Bush campaign hasn't responded, the Kerry campaign statement said. Bush campaign spokesman Taylor Griffin told CNN yesterday, I wonder if uh, he or she is related to Bo Griffin of the Bo and Joe show, told CNN yesterday the Bush-Cheney campaign looks for a vigorous debate at the appropriate time, a vigorous debate, but John Kerry should finish the debate with himself first, being on both sides of each issue. Cute. Kerry has repeatedly rejected charges of changing his mind on issues, yada, yada. So Kerry wants six debates with Bush, and the Bush people are saying, we look forward to a meaningful debate, which sounded like a singular to me. Could be wrong, but that's what it sounded like to me. So anyway, yes. I, even though we're not set up to we take We got $10,000 already? That's Close. good. We're getting closer because I just got a check. Even though we're not set up to receive them, I'm going to send it to Eric personally. Right. Someone just came in and gave us a check for $500 for the uh, cause. Who did that? Greg. 
Greg, thanks a lot. Uh, he's always been my favorite. Haven't I always said to you that Our there's nobody like friend, Greg Reed? The biggest booster and supporter of this Man, oh, man. Greg, ladies and gentlemen, now here's a guy, and you want to know why I really commend him on this? I can't. I'm, I'm emotional. I might just sit here and cry. Vitamin you want to know why? why? Because, see, he understands that this is our business. This is the life we have chosen. And he said and, so when he was writing out the check. Right. I mean, this is something that everybody in the business ought to really care about, which is why it kind of pains me that my colleagues on this radio station who are obsessed with their ball games, which, you know, they got plenty of time to talk ball games and about, uh, you know, Jay Fiedler and Mr. Feely Goody, whatever that quarterback's name is, and how Wayne is uh, calling up Mo and ripping my ass. But in the meantime, you know, where do we stop this? I mean, they, they just open up the floodgates of this censorship, and it's like uh, they're, on, they're on some kind of a drunken trip now. They've just gone nuts. His exact quote? Yes. Let's stop these guys. All right, nice going, Greg. You know something? There is probably the best GM in the history of radio, Greg Reed. Hope for the future. You believe me? No. No, I'm, I'm telling you, he's finally he's uh, catching on. And I'll tell you one other thing I noticed, and that is that uh, these uh, clowns appreciate the fact that at least on this show we're trying to make an effort to, like, uh, you know, as opposed to some other people in the building, we're like, oh, whoa, gee, you know. I don't want to say that anything about muffin clearance because they're, you know, they're operating within their limited mental capacity. You follow what I'm saying? Mental and emotional capacity. I think in Clarence's case, underline the mental part, and in Duff's case, the emotional part. See what I'm saying? There are some bricks missing in both cases. And, of course, in Greg's case, well, that's another story. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Greg. You're the best, baby. See, see, see what a great relationship he and I have by long distance. Right. As long as we don't see each other or talk to each other, Downright it, it works out great. So 500 bucks more from Greg Reed. That's a beautiful thing. Now, how is Eric going to be able to do that? I'm mailing it. I had, uh, you know, uh, Greg make Did you have a little verbal out? intercourse with Eric to make sure we know how we're going to do this? No, I'm just going to mail Eric the check. I had it written out to his uh, company there. Oh, good. Well, then he can, he'll figure out a way. Eric's uh, pretty sh uh, shady. All those Internet people, pretty shady. So what's our total now then? That puts it. Oh, that does that get us up to four grand right there? Well, it's uh, what do we have? Thirty-seven, thirty-eight. I assume plus this. Forty-two, thirty-eight. So like, I, you see, you laughed when I said I want to get to five thousand. You always are, want to be the underachiever. Why do you want to do that? Uh, just to be. Uh, I strive contrary. for greatness. You strive for mediocrity, and that's just because you work at QAM. I'm just being. Don't contrary. strive for mediocrity anymore. Strive for greatness. This summer, when you do your fill-in this summer, don't strive for like the good numbers you had the last couple of or the last summer anyway. Forget the other one. Uh, strive for greatness. Do a ten uh, share. Okay, I'll do a ten share. Do a twenty. I'm, strive for greatness, man. Although you won't be able to talk about eating. But nevertheless, no. maybe Dwight Lauderdale can come on as a guest. i got a new religion I'm pitching. What is that? Assism. See, there he goes again. Wouldn't surprise me. Matty Bell is running down the hall like, Greg, cancel that check. Greg, you hear what he just said? He said ass again. <laughs> Matty Bell, you're big, your number one fan. Of course, you have so many in that building. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a club. And, and, of course, even though he just gave you that $500 check, one thing even the audience knows. Greg hates you. But that's beside the point. I've decided to terminate George Rodriguez because he lied to me. Anyway, that was that's an episode. It's water over the bridge. It's another Mo deal. You know, Mo has already uh, said that he's out of control and he just can't help himself. He's just a major ass wipe. Oh, he didn't say ass wipe. Are you sure? All right. Yeah. Don't ask. Just tell. <laughs> don't okay. Ask. Don't start asking any more questions. I won't ask. He's a major ass wipe. Oh, I, oh. See how you fall into this? Into a bucket of. So thanks again, Greg. That just made my day. So we got 4,200. We'll get 5,000 by the end of the day. We got two and a half hours to go yet. Damn it. WQAM, hello. Neil, how are you? Pretty good. Listen, man, I gave 100 bucks this morning, and uh, I'm going uh, I'm going actually to get some shirts made right now. 
trying trying to spread spread the message. And I just wanted to um, just double check off the top of my head. The website is definitely stopfccus.com. Stopfcc.us. It's stopfccus.us. The dot is after the FCC. Stopfcc.us. Dot com. Right. And the other one is, uh, the petition one was... StopFCC.com. StopFCC.com, yeah. I know, it, I know it's confusing, but we had to set up a separate one for us to be able to get the money in. So. That, that, yeah, that, that's okay. Just, just get two people on the site, and, and uh, you know, we're, we're going to do this. I'm going to just have a nice little shirt. It's going to say, uh, you know, Ashcroft is a Nazi, and then it's going to have the websites underneath. Outstanding. And, and uh, we're, we're going to do this one vote at a time. I've already made up some other shirts and some messages, and today I just got nauseated by some guy wearing a Bush Cheney 2004 shirt, and I just have to go throw up and let you know that I'm trying. Excellent. Great job, Pally. Thanks a million. See you. See you. How do you like that? See, we got some people out there that care. I mean, if even George and Greg Reed can come through for us, all the rest of you pikers out there, that's pikers with a P, by the way. Don't start with that Jew stuff. Oy. That's right. Especially so close to Pesach. By the way, do you ever have stale matzah? No, it's always been fresh. Don't. Don't ever have stale matzah. Oh. That whole Pesach thing, I don't know what I'm going to do about that. I guess I'm going to have to go get some matzah ball soup, make me feel real Jewish for Pesach. Or you could just let it pass over. I could let it pass over. And, of course, one of my all-time, which I played it the other day, but only at this time of the year does it really have the impact that I love. There's a lady in town. She's another dark Jew. And she needs to buy bread that is unleavened. Ooh, and she's buying bread at 7 11. <laughs> and the bread is wonder. Sports Radio 560, Oh, Mr. Reed, there's a gentleman in a very sexy uniform out here wants to see you. Oh, it must be our friend from the RNC. Send him in. I am here to collect your voluntary donation to the Republican Party of George Bush. Oh, sure, sure, here. Uh, will $500 million do? That is acceptable. Oh, fine, fine. Oh, thank goodness we cut back $50 on that pain-in-the-ass Boca Bryant. Here you are. And may I say, on behalf of Beasley Acquisition, you're doing a fine job. Rocky Rococo will be pleased to hear that. <clears throat> and I can safely assume any programming brought into question will be, uh, overlooked. I am afraid I must now ask you to hand over your broadcasting license. What? But I just gave you... Is this about Neil? Because that can be taken care of. Believe me. He is no longer in this country. There is nothing we can do for now. So, what seems to be the problem? We understand you're a sports station. Yes, all-American family fun. Not quite. With every touchdown scored, and with every basket made, your announcers do not say, Praise Lord Bush, our God. Well, it's a sport, a sports-based, uh, they're sport holes after all. They'll understand, I'll tell them. There is no time. Your license is revoked. 
Won't you will remove your pants? My pants? Telephone ah! well, help, clear General Hogan. Remove his pants at once. Oh, hey, what's the meaning of this? We cannot afford to have you leaving your office at the moment. I thought we had a deal. Be great for you, our life. Goodbye. Well, he took my pants. Hmm. I'm sitting here in my Armani briefs. And it's time for my five-hour lunch. And I want my sushi. 11.32 at 5.60, WQM. What a great uh, opportunity to play Greg's donation. Wasn't that kind of cute? Wasn't that timely? Yes, indeed. This fax you just sent me, this one here, was one of the great things in history of mankind. From George at Manhattan Transfer. Thank you, George. We'll be in touch. Did you uh, read this in its length uh-huh. and its entirety? It says, thank you for the efforts to support StopFCC.com. The censorship issue has struck a resonant chord inside me, and I want to help. I'm one of the owners of Manhattan Transfer Miami, a production post-production company here in South Florida. I'm volunteering our stages, camera crews, and post-production suites to a coordinated effort that fights the censorship censorship trend we're experiencing. Our studios and staff and post-suites are first-rate can produce outstanding products. We still need to find a few components like script writers and the right creative uh, to get the message across. If you're interested in pursuing a media campaign with our help, please contact me. It's got a phone number. We can begin the process. Thank you, George. We'll do it. In fact, you ought to go before you go on vacation. Mm-hmm. You ought to like uh, give this information to Boca Brian. I will. And Miguel. I will. And whoever else. All of these things. All of these things. Great. Thank you, George. That's fabulous. Well, we could maybe buy a the G. cable commercial or something. Yeah, we can do all kinds of stuff. That, that's a good idea. Sid says Romano's macaroni grill. Feh is what Sid says. Now, I happen to like the macaroni grill, and not the pasta yes. so much, but all the other good stuff. What? We, we do like our fine sponsor, the macaroni Right. It's grill. one of our fine sponsors, and we like it a lot, and we've uh, had much of their food and been there many, many times and actually paid, but nevertheless. Right. But uh, Sid doesn't like it. Fine. He says, feh, so we'll put it on there. You know, if it's one of our sponsors, they can handle it. Not everybody's going to like everything, see? How's the Jeff Cohen doing, by the way? Hmm? Who? Where's that matzo pizza? Since Skippy was in there this morning, it sure would be nice if Skippy would let me know what's going on with our friend Jeff Cohen, the ponytail, and that matzo pizza, that pizza they said every year at the Pesach time for the last how many years now? About 30, man. Yeah. I'm just shocked that we're like, uh, seem to have lost touch with him. And that's got to be a Skippy thing, you know? He kind of like skipped over it. This is a great fact. TGI Fridays. It says noisy, cheese-covered, grizzly, stale, perky, contrived, yuppie wannabe slug. <laughs> this is the greatest yuppie wannabe slug. <laughs> I can't even read it. Slug pit of despair. <laughs> oh, what a line! <laughs> the, the, the slug pit of despair. Woo! The, the grepsing and farting after the meal is the only consolation after dropping 40 bucks uh, for two, <laughs> plus tip to leave some button-covered piece of crap punk who smiles right through your face. A fe is what it says. <laughs> a slug pit of despair. <laughs> Why did that just hit my funny bone, huh? <laughs> wow. in the way. Oh, God. What a line. So in other words, you don't like it, huh? What is the worst sit-down restaurant chain in America? No drive-thru. That's what separates the men from the Goyam. Denny's 91. The Olive Garden, I told you, is moving up there 50. Fat is the operative word. Applebee's 43. IHOP, 35. Waffle House, 32. Pizza Hut, 18. Chili's, 18. Piccadilly Cafeteria, 17. Shoney's, 17. Showing off. Morrison's 15. The Melting Pot, 14. Now, you had a bad experience at that one in North Miami Beach that's no longer there. Right. But the Melting Pot, I always thought, was pretty good. 
But you don't like it. Maybe if they actually paid attention to you, acknowledged your presence, gave you some food. Well, you had bad service, okay? That's And you hate it. That's your title. The Red Lobster, which give you teeny tiny portions and just rip you off like crazy, is what I'm told. But what do I know? 13, Perkins Pancake House, 8, Rascal House, 7, Fuddruckers, 5, the Cracker Barrel, 4, Golden Corral, 4, Friday's has got a pair, two for Bennigan's, one for Stookies, and none yet for Bobby Rubino's, Tony Roman's, or the Macaroni Grill, 405. That's what we got so far. You know, in fact, Greg inspired me. Now, I don't want to, like, lean on all the people there in the building, but it would seem to me, since everybody in the business in this market listens to this show religiously, oh, God. that since this is your livelihood that we're talking about, and even those of you who work for a cheap channel who may be listening right now, you can you see where I'm going with this? Where are you going? That they ought to be on a bandwagon, and since they can't be doing it publicly, and since we, of course, keep confidential the names of anybody and everybody who donates, uh, they could participate in this and help us uh, very surreptitiously behind the scenes. By getting out, whipping out their Visa, American Express, or MasterCard, and going to stopfcc.us, dot us, right, right, and donating fifty or a hundred or whatever they want to do. In fact, I think a lot of people sitting in that building right there by you ought to be doing it right now instead of hyperventilating. Well, what are we going to do? I think they ought to be taking the lead from Greg Reed, don't you? I mean, they're making the big Absolutely. bucks like Greg. <laughs> they ought to be uh, getting out their credit card and sticking a hundred on there or a couple of hundred. I think that would be a magnificent idea. We'll get up to five grand today by the end of the day with just like falling off a log. And hear when I said that, you just laughed me right off my seat. They're all going to laugh at you. Exactly. Didn't think I could do it. Just like every time we try to get the goose up the number on a petition drive on oh, stopfcc.com. Oh, we're never going to do that. Of course, you, then you started playing psychology. But you didn't think we could get to 5,000. Well, no, you, well, you, you couldn't have uh, predicted the Greg Reed principle. Factor. No. No, but I, I knew that if I keep banging away, sooner or later I'll embarrass some people into getting in on this. It's not just a Neil Rogers thing. It sure as hell ain't just a Howard Stern thing. It's not a Mo Howard David thing. Absolutely. That's for damn sure. 38-33. No, no, that's not correct. That's, that's, that's plus the 500. Plus the 500. I'm just reading the figure that's uh, coming across. The well, he's floor. not including the, the 500. Obviously, he couldn't be because we started out with like 36. Okay? Correct. So it's 43-33, so we need 667. <laughs> oh, it's a good thing we didn't need 666. That would be really bad. 667 by 2 o'clock. We can do it. A couple of 50s here and there. Maybe somebody with 100. Maybe with a couple of 100. Maybe somebody with 500 like Greg. Maybe some people inside the building are going to log on to what right now and donate 100 very surreptitiously and quietly, like Duff and Clarence and uh, Kid Scurvy, who's a good guy. Huh? Anybody in a radio business ought to be involved in this. See, like I said before, like this thing about the NAB conference, and they're going to have a code of conduct. Screw the NAB, okay? National Association of Broadcasters, you're the biggest bunch of pansies that ever came down a pike. You're tragic. I'm embarrassed that I'm even in a business because of you people. Every time the FCC says roll over, you say, oh, how many times, sir? How many times? Uh, they say jump. How high can I do it, you know? Just a big bunch of nothings. No backbone. And if Stern really wanted to see, this is what it just aggravates. I don't know why I keep repeating this, but it just bugs the hell out of me. Guy's making thirty million a year, and instead of making a martyr out of himself and you know G Howard Stern on the cross like Jesus and all this, why not really take the bull by the horns and and, and lead the way, okay? With all the millions of people he's got listening every day in those thirty-six or thirty-seven markets, but he's not doing it because if he were, you, you'd you'd see a reflection on there on those petitions. So you just know that the people who are in a position to really be leading the way aren't doing it. But, like I said, got all these people in the business sitting out there, the Davy Gravy lines of the world, all these other people, I got a few bucks, you know, I just, I don't know where his name came from, it just popped into my mind, you know. 
right? Right. The uh, Paul Castronovas of the world who work for Cheap Channel, but I'm sure behind the scenes hate them like poison because they're always looking for another job. Oh, sorry. The William Tanners of the world who are helping uh, the Spanish language stations but stabbing us in the back. Even though I know he did sign that petition. 21 till noon. I'm getting a little whipped up today. All right. Good. Absolutely. Positively. Oh. It's about freaking time. Live and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours. QAM. Of everyone. Yes. When I woke up this morning, a yellow star was still adorning my chest. Asked the God what happened to me, he said that from now on you'll be joining our guests. I took a freight train to the showers. Oi! I took a freight train to the showers. Boxcars filled with men, women, boys, and girls. In the freest nation in the world. You know I never paid it much attention. How much things would change Thought we were set on automatic And I never had any fear That it could happen here Got my ride in the box card Cause my voter's card Is for the wrong side Late at night, it's hard to sleep With all the dissenter cries and screams As they die I took a freight train to the showers Baby, I took a freight train to the showers Box cars filled with men Women, boys, and girls in the freest nation in the world. I took a great train to the shower. Come 45, 15 till noon. We're all going to get a free bar of soap, too, when we go. Don't drop it. Duff donated. Thanks a lot, Duff. You're the best. I always told you he was okay in his own bizarre way, emotional cripple away. Thanks, Duff. How about Clarence? I don't know. The Humper's not there today. I know Humper will come through for us eventually when he's around. He's probably on vacation or right, plunging his guts out. Win a lot this weekend, Hank. We need your cash. Uh-oh. What about the Mad Dog? I don't know. Well, let's go. Come on, Mandy. Let's go. Let's turn loose with some cash on there. Whip out one of them visas or MasterCards. Hop on that thing. Stop FCC.US. Us. Probably shouldn't be saying US because they think maybe there's like a period in there or something. Us. FCC. Uh, stop FCC.US. US. The son of Orange County Chairman, that's Orange County, Florida, Orlando. Rich Crotty is getting nationwide attention after being featured on David Letterman's Late Show, yawning, twisting his head, and falling asleep at the rally for President W. 
He was taped standing behind the president, checking his watch, stretching and basically dead on his feet. The Late Show skit edited some of the funnier moments from his, the video into the bit. Chairman Crotty told local TV6 News in Orlando Thursday that he was afraid that Letterman's skit would hurt his son's feelings, but the boy thought it was hysterical. It was, it was the best. What we had was a few yawns, a few looking at the watches over a 45-minute period, and Letterman had that edited down to a 30-second piece, and frankly, it was hysterical. How many seconds? About 30, man. Crotty said his son was tired during the rally because he was so excited to see the president. <laughs> so in other words, it was for real, except they just edited it down. It happened over a longer period of time. A little bit for effect. Nice going there, Dave. Good job. How about Letterman putting in about 50 grand on this, huh? He's making 30 million a year. Here's a radio accident report from a Fort Lauderdale liberal atheist against Bush. Radio accident report. I turned on WIOD when you had to stop your show so the Marlins game could be broadcast. I occasionally switch to that channel to see what kind of BS the right wing is spouting. Don't do it again. What do I hear during a commercial spot for some kind of calcium product? None other than Phil Henry. Are you sure? The kicker is that he begins this spot by saying how much he likes Rush and how much Rush has taught him about radio broadcasting. Maybe that's what all those bottles were that he was leaving around at the IOD. Rush? Yeah, maybe it was Rush. How much Rush has taught him about, oh, that was Mr. Ego, about uh, radio broadcasting. What a sellout hole it says here. And you're absolutely correct. How tragic. That's why in that poll we took yesterday, see, that's nostalgia. People saying, oh, Phil Henry is the best talk host in America. Well, you're entitled to your opinion. Once upon a time, I would have said, hey, no problem, no argument with that. He's great. But he has totally sold out all of his principles. He's become a right-wing parrot for Cheap Channel and the uh, Bushmeister, and it's a disgrace. See, one good thing about it for him, I guess, though, is because his act being a whole phony deal anyway with the phony voices, it never depended on having any credibility. He never had any. So the idea that politically he's gone way off the uh, deep end of the deep right, uh, I guess he doesn't care because he had no credibility anyway. Gay student settles lesbian Barbie case. An openly gay teenager in New York received a $30,000 settlement from the city over her suspension for wearing a Barbie as a lesbian T-shirt to school. Her attorney out yesterday. Remember that story? Yes. Natalie Young, now 15 in high school, wore the shirt to middle school in April of 2002, leading school officials to send her home for the day despite the absence of any official dress code. They saw the T-shirt. They said, go home. Bye. The teen said the settlement should make life easier on other openly gay school children. I think they should feel more comfortable about who they are. Young was pulled from class by the school principal and ordered to sit in an office until she changed the shirt. When she refused, she was suspended for the day. Young's lawyer, Ron Kuby, filed a federal suit last June, alleging the incident was part of a series of discriminatory incidents. Resolving the suit without litigation was the appropriate decision, City Attorney Donna M. Kasbaum said. The City Department of Education agreed to establish a policy on student dress as part of the deal. So all you guys out there, be sure and wear the right dress when you go to school and shul and hop in the pool. 5670560, oh, pound 560. We're looking for chains, man, for good chains. Yeah. Did anybody call uh, about the uh, CMQ thing? And nobody's going to give us any information about that. Well, why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't think we have a lot of crossover, just that one guy. We got some cross-dressers. Well. Especially your people. Oh, look at that. Speaking of that. Bring him last up again. month, at the fastest pace in nearly four years, the Bush Cheney campaign says the numbers show the president's pro growth policies are working and that John Kerry would derail America. Right. There you go. Sure. We won't talk about the fact that unemployment went back up to 5.7% because so many people have given up looking for jobs. We don't want to talk about that. No. No. 
Just pick the stats from any one month that looks really, really good and exciting. Say, hey, look at this great job we're doing. Anyway, what is the worst sit-down restaurant chain in America? No drive-through. That's got to be the prerequisite. That separates the non-qualifiers from the good ones. Denny's 101, Olive Garden 63. Look at the move that they're making. Didn't I predict that? Yes, you did. Applebee's 47, and Josh says deservedly so. Waffle House 41, IHOP 39, U-Hop has got none yet. Pizza Height 21, Chili's 19, Piccadilly Cafeteria 19, Shoney's 19. Oh, whatever happened to the ranch house? Bring it back. Uh, Morrison 16, Red Lobster 15, The Melting Pot 14, Cracker Barrel 10, Rascal House 9, Perkins Pancake House 8, Golden Corral 6, Fud Ruckers 6. You hear what I said? I heard it. Uh, Friday's 5, Berrigan's 2, Berrigan's? Bennigan, Daniel Berrigan. Remember Father Berrigan? No. Bennigan's 2, Stookies 2, Tony Roma's 1, Macaroni Grill's got 1, and Bobby Rubino's done on a 464 vote. And I'm sure there's like zillions of other chains that we don't even, haven't even thought of yet. Human chains. Like that black anus. They're probably not still in business anymore. No, they're they? not. Well, good for them. That's another one where they used to have like cheese on the seat. WQ, I think it was cheese. WQM, hello. Not there. Line one, man. It's just, uh, I'm, I apologize to all the people that try to call on line one. Don't do that anymore. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Is this uh, Neil or George? Uh, Neil. Last time I checked? George. You're just There's picking George up. That's right never happened before, Neil. You just pick up. I pick up cold, yeah. Hey, how about uh, hops? <laughs> you never put hops on there. Is hops still around? I, I think yeah. so. Yeah, you're yeah, right. They're... Another former sponsor of mine, I say with great shame. Oh, they were, uh, that is about twice their terrible. In fact, uh, I think their new motto is, when in doubt, hop right out. Neil, I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna, I'll probably, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for this, but, uh, I'm a sales rep at, uh, CMQ. Really? Yeah. Are, so are you play, serious? Yeah, I'm totally serious. We well, well, play, well, uh, we play classic Spanish from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, the more 70s and 80s. And then we have a show on in the afternoon, uh, disco fiesta, English disco from 5 to 6. Incredible. So the station's doing well. Thanks how do you, for how your... Do you exp uh, how do you explain the sudden surge? I mean, you guys came from almost nowhere, and you're just kicking everybody's ass. I know. It's been, well, it's been trending well for the last, uh, I'd say about the last, you know, four books. And this yeah. one, we got, we got the trends yesterday uh, from our directors, and, and it's, uh, it's amazing. It's doing yeah. well, man. There's a lot okay. of... A lot of Spanish people down here, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> a very perspicacious observation on your part. But yeah, thank you. That's why I'm a, you know. No, but but who are some of the artists that you're, I mean, you keep giving me dates, but like, who are some of the artists that uh, you're playing? I'm the lone gringo in the building. I don't know so. who the artists are. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. Keep up the good work, pal. Thank you. Have a good weekend, Neil. You too, thanks. Bye. Yeah, now, that was great. I got it. Mm -hmm. Now, see, I like that. There's a guy that's got a sense of humor. He's a sales sure. hole over there. He doesn't know from any of those artists. He's speaking English, but he's, he's selling the stuff. You know, look, you don't have to eat the uh, hamburgers to sell them. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> he's still, we still don't have an answer, though. <laughs> About what? <laughs> About what kind of music? About who the artists are? Right, I, yeah. I don't, I have I no know. idea. I mean, if I, I knew, know. I'd go Russian right out this weekend and buy some Russian music. I mean, you, buy some... You were uh, always the expert on uh, Spanish music. I sure hope they're not playing no Ricky Martin. Yeah. Well, no, he said it, it's older than that, right? He said 60s and 70s, mostly. Yeah, pre-Ricky Martin. Well, Ricky Martin was in Menudo when all them pedophiles were chasing him. Well, maybe they're playing Menudo and like old Luis Miguel from when he was uh, in Menudo. I see. Fine. Luis Miguel was not in Menudo. I thought he was. No, he was not. Right. He was just a punk in that movie about uh, running around naked. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Now he's got that huge rectum, but he got rid of a huge pain in the butt, and that was Mariah Carey. He said, "Man, you think John Kerry is scary? Just take a look at Mariah Carey. Wow, with that one gigantic boob right there in the middle of her, where her navel's supposed to be." WQAM, hello. Yeah, I'm speaking Neil. Speaking. Neil. Yep. Well, uh, I spoke to you uh, several times. I used to work for Jack Brickhouse in Chicago and stuff like that uh, when I was on radio. But I got the perfect campaign for uh, the, the campaign you're going to start against Bush. Right. What if, what if you show a split screen? Campaign against Bush. Him talking in that campaign speech that things are all right with Clinton, but they're going to get better with me. Have up there a statistical fact of how many kids from all these Republicans uh, in the war in Iran, and show how many Iran. regular Americans have got killed while they are all out here sitting on the beach, going to all these political affairs, while the average American is over there struggling for money, and his kids are over in Vietnam, uh, not Vietnam, but in Iran, being killed. Iran, but yeah. he says he's taking care of us. Well, listen, say hi to Jack Brickhouse, okay? And tell him I thought his work was just horrible. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five. What do you think of that idea, huh? I ran, but uh, didn't run fast enough, I guess. Nope. Olive Garden, I think, may catch Denny's. This is going to be exciting, 104 to 68, which sounds like a big gap. Now, what do we got there on the screen? What's, uh, is Eric giving you any new numbers? Because I think we're going to make the five grand today. No, 38-33 was lost. And that's it? Well, I mean, I'm sure there's more by 43, now. 43-33. I'm sure there's other trickling. Not that we want to start again after that day he had yesterday. Poor Eric up there. Whoa, man. It was a rough day, and if you don't believe me, just ask him. He'll tell you. Let me find an English-language article, but uh, I think I'm right and you're wrong for once. About what? Luis Miguel right. was in Menudo. I'm going to tell you right now, I'll bet Josh Cordes's life on it that Luis Miguel was not in Menudo, okay? How about 100 bucks instead? No. All right. You already got your washer-dryer, so don't <laughs> don't push your luck, smartass. Now, where are you getting that from? Well, I'm finding all these articles in Espanol about it, but I'm trying to find one in English. I that, knew that, that from a long what? time ago. That, that are we, saying what? That he was in Menudo? Yeah, the first generation. Uh, Good luck finding one in English. Uh, I just I just typed it in and it, nothing happened. One moment, please, folks. There you go, a little hoochie-coochie. We'll be up to a 40 share by 1230. Guaranteed they're not playing this because this is brand new, baby. All right. La Casa de Luis Miguel. Here you'll find everything you want to know about Luis, how big his ass is, why he dumped that bitch of Mariah Carey, how many guys he's been doing lately. There he is. There's a big picture. Boy, he still looks pretty good. But where's the uh, biography? Here we go. I bet you I get to it before you do because okay, it's in English. Sure, you will. It's in English. After 20 years of uh, career, Luis Miguel has obtained practically all the prizes, yada, 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 uh, honors, honors and this and quality and et cetera. Well, what, what is that? Well, what does that say? I don't understand what that says. This is the worst frickin' website. Got some nice pictures, though, there. Louis still looks so pretty human. Those must be old pictures. I don't I don't know what this is. I can't find it. I got an idea. Why don't you look up Menudo? That's what I did. And what did it say? Luis Miguel was in Menudo? A million articles in Spanish, yeah. And they say Luis Miguel? Yes, when I empezó Menudo. Does it say Luis Miguel was in Menudo yes. or not? Yes. God, I think that's that's more of a propaganda. And don't forget, by the way, in South Florida, he's Mexican and Italian. Okay, so forget about him. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. 
This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. She don't want to justify out of the Twelve oh three at five sixty WQM the Mad Dog at two old penis face Joe Zagaki at four Marlins on deck six fifty five and then we got Marlins and the Mets in Port St Louis so you know my computer I just had to reboot the whole thing because of your uh, spick uh, websites there sorry screwed up everything for me I don't know what that was it turned everything to Espanol and, and well I was even trying to check some of those out I could have read it comprendo un poquito so what do you got read it let's hear it. Oh, I'm not on that anymore, although I sent you a fact that says I'm full of crap. Let's see. It says, Luis Miguel was never a menudo, says uh, some other George, with a G. Well, if you got it there, I mean, how... No, I'm trying to just... find something definitive. I mean, I'm finding it in, art, in uh, like, descriptions of albums. And see, the, the thing with menudo is that a lot of those kids that were in that group were, like, interchangeable. In other words, they were there until they got, like, too old. Right. Like Michael Jackson would say, until they got too old, like, about 10 or 11. Right. And then they would bring in new uh, kids. So he might have been in there like, you know, maybe he took a shower once with Ricky minutes. Martin or something like that. Or I could be uh, full of crap like that, Faxer. Who could be full of crap? Me. I'm one, one That's what I'm thinking on this particular issue, okay? And the reason I know that that number you gave me before was wrong because it didn't include the uh, voluminous amount that Duff added in there, too. Right. So we know there's at least one more. 4028. Plus the five. Correct. So that's forty-five twenty-eight. We got $472 to go until uh, two, two hours to do that. You kidding me? That's child's play, man. No problem. I'll bet you Clarence will write out a check for 100 right now. All the money that he's stealing out of that place. How about the salespeople, huh? Do they care about free speech and about radio? They don't even know what they're Just like that guy at CMQ, we don't even know what they're playing. Our salespeople. Where the hell are they with this? Where's Fat Boy, who talks a good game, huh? Where's Skippy, who's just uh, squeezing? Where's my good buddy Troy the boy with a bald head, huh? Old Troy Stratford there. 
He's still sniffing his old jockstrap back in the sales department with Screwan. Let's go, you guys. Let's hop on it, okay? Stop FCC.us. Can you spell U.S.? <laughs> go spell it out for him, okay? Write it on his forehead. Now, what is that direct? I See, I, I've screwed up my whole uh, computer now with that crap. I can't get back on my uh, home page here. Oh, I see, because the uh, first... Uh, how did that get to be my home... Uh, uh -oh. My home page. Uh-oh. You know what I mean? How did that happen? Spyware. What do you mean by that? You think? That's what that's what does that. Oh, my God. Now I'm on that security it. page. I don't want to see Jerry Hallowell. I don't want to see that. Uh, oh, look at that. She is th there's like six of them there. <laughs> six for the price of one. I don't want to see that slut. I mean, that lovely Spice Girl. So what the hell do I do now? Well, I'll worry about it during the break. But I mean, how, how can that happen? I don't know. You think that was really spyware that, like, took over my uh, thing? Yes. It was Spanish spyware. See the SP? 5670560, pound 560. In fact, maybe we'll win, win an SP for this performance. I don't think so. Ask Romy. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I think they're one of your sponsors, but has anyone said Outback? The Outback? Yeah, the Outback doesn't have any drive through That's a good choice. So overrated. Yeah, I know a lot of people that uh, are uh, just nauseous from the Outback. Okay, we'll put them on there, Pally. Thanks. All right, thanks. Okay, now let me just see something here. Okay, let me just uh, try. i got to get my... Uh, look at that. This page cannot be displayed. Oh, my God. My whole computer, my whole life has just gone to a hell of a handbasket. How is this possible? I punch in Neil God. Oh, what is that? Neil God. <laughs> oh, wrong website. No, no, but seriously, how did how did something come up there? I don't know. Well, Rogers. And this is all your fault, by the way, Mr. I Julio. Know. I planned it's it another that way. Spanish plot. Mm-hmm. We have this. I I, I, see, I guess you do. Invading my computer. Shame on you. There's stopfcc.us. Looks really good. What do we got? Forty-five twenty-eight. We'll have five thousand by the end of the show. If I have to stick around and write the check myself, five hundred and twenty-two votes on the poll. Thank God, at least I can get back on this. What is the worst sit-down restaurant in America? A chain, not a drive-through. Denny's one hundred eight. Olive Garden seventy-four, making a big move. Applebee's fifty-two. Waffle House forty-six. IHOP forty-one. Shoney's twenty-two. Pizza twenty-one. Chili's got twenty. Piccadilly Cafeteria, 20. Red Lobster, 19. Morrison, 17. Melting Pot, 15. Cracker Barrel, a dozen. Rascal House, 11. The Golden Corral, 9. I still don't know what that is. Is that like that picking chicken place? It's like a know. big buffet. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I think it's good, actually. They got cut meat and, like, mashed potatoes or whatever. Mashed taters? Sounds like really for Goyam. That's why Josh goes there. Uh, Perkins Pancake House, 8. Fuddruckers, 6. Stookies, 5. Friday's, 5. Bennigan's, 5. Macaroni Grill's got four. That I, I, I'm speechless. Tony Roma's one. Hops has got one. And none yet for the Outback or Bobby Rubino's. But the Outback just went on there. They'll get some. There, there are people who are like, they either like that place a lot or they're hostile. Hostile. They don't like their meat. WQAM, hello. Yes, is this Neil Rogers? Sounds like me, yes. Okay, uh, Neil. Um, you should get a copy of the theme song from the TV show, uh, The Flintstones. So before you talk about either the Bush administration or the Republican Party, you could play that theme song first. It would fit right in. The Flintstones? The Flintstones, right. 
If you don't have connection, I must I must be missing something. If you listen to the song, you'll see what I mean. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Let's listen to the Flintstones. What do you say? Okay. I bet I, I bet I got it. Yeah. Gay old time. Is that what he's talking about? I just had to run back here and get my uh, TV themes. You got it? No. Cartoons. Let's see. There's a Popeye. The Jetsons. What is that crap that you're playing, by the way? It's uh, new. It's uh, classic meets Cuba. Sounds like crap to me. Now, what's the one that he said I should uh, find? The Flintstones. I think the guy was on drugs. Okay, great. Good, good job, Pally. By the way, uh, George says whatever you got, he'd like to get some of it too. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. So sad, I made the effort. Hey, listen, I'm easily had, no problem. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Prosecutors are said to have expanded inquiry into leak of CIA officer's name. Prosecutors investigating whether someone in the Bush administration improperly disclosed the identity of a CIA officer have expanded their inquiry to examine whether White House officials lied to investigators or mishandled classified information related to the case lawyers involved in the case and government officials say. In looking at violations beyond the original focus of the inquiry, which centered on a rarely used statute that makes it a felony to disclose the identity of an undercover intelligence officer intentionally, prosecutors have widened the range of conduct under scrutiny and for the first time raised the possibility of bringing charges Peripheral to the leak itself. Can we say leak? No. Peripheral to the uh, itself. How do you like that? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. I'm so distraught that my whole over over Menudo and uh, Luis Miguel and my computer's like all uh, ungabla uh, screwed up. <laughs> it is. During the break, I was doing these long commercial breaks. We got. I have to take a moment or two and try to put the pieces back together again. WQAM, hello. Yeah, how about uh, the Ale House for the survey? The Ale House? The Ale House. Like the, right. The Rail Ale House, the Coral Springs Ale House. The food there is terrible. Okay, you got it, man. Thank you. Thanks. And don't go there again. Uh, I don't think I ever heard of the Ale House, did you? Sure. Go there often. Enough. You do? Mm, often enough. You like it? It's fine. What do they got besides ale? Well, beer, obviously. Lots of beer and... Yeah. Uh, Probably burgers, ale. Uh, you know, things like I that. I it's good. It's good for what ails you. <laughs> it's got funky burgers, like you know, like mushroom Swiss burgers. Oh, uh, I like that. They got pasta. They got seafood. Yeah. I mean, it's, but it's uh, you know, it's middle of the road fare. It ain't fancy. You can go there and. In other words, it's for schleppers like you. Right. Well, so what's not to like? It's it's fine most of the time. Okay, but we'll put it on there because whatever they say, it's their taste. It's not our taste. If we like it, maybe maybe we just got bad taste. Who knows? Taste this. Twelve minutes past noon at five sixty QAM. Let me fix that thing now. The Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story. He was one half of a hugely successful 80s singing duo. And even though both of them are out of work now, it just seemed like more fun to pick on John Oates. Oh, 
nobody remembers me because I wasn't the pretty one like Daryl Hall. Let's face it, I look like a cross between Freddie Mercury and Billy Bob Thornton. John Oates' unrelenting bitterness and tragic loser status provide exactly the kind of demeaning, sphincter-tightening awkwardness we love here at Inside the Baha'i. Well, I'm here to tell the world that I'm back with an all-new show I simply call In Oates. I'm... I'm sorry? And Oats, featuring all the parts of the Hall and Oats songs that I made famous. The parts you made famous? I'm not sure I understand. Uh, uh, like Kiss on my list. Because your kiss. Because oh, your kiss. I get it. I see Because it. your kiss. Oh, my God. Or, or, or Maneater. Whoa, here she comes. Right, yeah. I... Whoa, uh -huh. here she comes. Sure, yep. Whoa, please, here. Please stop. Rich girl. Rich girl. No, no. Bitch girl! No, no, I said shut up, no, you freak! I'm not gonna shut up! Get listen to me! Rich 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 Mr. Oates! Oh, Mr. Oates! Oh, I'm sorry. Is he singing just the backup again? Oh, it's so tragic and embarrassing. But that's what you guys like, right? John Oates, if they gave an award for a second banana... Hey, FCC, I said banana. Go ahead, find me. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business. Tonight, on Inside the Behind. Oh, I forgot to mention this before because we got uh, so much crap going on with my computer getting diddled around, which thank the goodness for my technical expertise. I got it all straightened out again. Uh, you know, that broad that uh, was supposedly missing and they had the big manhunt and they used all of that. The media got everybody whipped up into a frenzy. Yeah, what about it? She made it up. Oh. She just wanted to be alone. I can relate. Mistrial on the Tyco case. One of the jurors, I wonder if it was the jury that kept giving the okay sign, you know, that uh, gray-haired bitch. <laughs> Mistrial in the Tyco case and then the broad that supposedly was missing, then they found her and uh, yeah, kidnapped. Uh, she wasn't kidnapped at all. She just made it up. Was it Greta Garbo or Marlene Dietrich or uh, who was it? I want to be alone. I want to Somebody be, like uh, that. She wanted to be alone. It'll come to me. Who was it? Mae West. Was it? No. No. Maybe West said, why don't you come up and see me sometime or some crap? Who, who cares? I think you're right you with Greg Garbo. She wanted to be alone. Anyway, Nacio como Luis Miguel Gallego Basteri, el uh, 19 de abril, 1970, in Puerto Rico. I'm not going to push my luck. Fue integrante del grupo Adolescente Menudo. I can read this pretty good, you know. Yeah, not bad. Debutó en la música con tan solo 12 años y poco después revisó su primer Grammy. So anyway, he was in Menudo is what it says here. He was uh, fue integrante del grupo adolescente Menudo. Took many showers with Ricky Martin is what that means. Luis Figuel fue el colegio Boston de Pedregal, donde cursó hasta quinto grado. El, el resto lo hizo con profesores particulares. You must be giving somebody a heart attack right now. Why? Half that sounds so filthy. What are you talking about? Oh, those filthy foreign words. Oh, you mean, saying. oh, you mean, uh, muffin there. Well, too bad. Dado que los compromisos musicales no le permitían asistir regularmente. What? <laughs> it just sounds so filthy. I, it sounds filthy? <laughs> what sounds filthy? Not, I haven't read one word here that sounds even remotely filthy it's to a, me. It's a bio. 1983, Conquista Puerto Rico en pleno algue de menudo. Oh, there you go. Well, what does that mean? I, I have no idea. Augie. Huh? I don't know. You, uh, what, what? I don't know. You don't know? You're the resident spick and you don't know. Conquista. Like he conquers Puerto Spanish. Rico in plena Augie de Menudo. Now, what, what does that mean? I don't know. It... 
I think we got a fake spick is what I think. Oh, I think he's nope. Portuguese. Busted. Rick says, last night, Channel 17, WLR, this is depressing. WLRN in Miami played a Nova episode entitled Life and Death in the War Zone. It followed an Army mobile hospital and the lives of soldiers in the unit. In one scene, they showed a 14-year-old girl who was burned in the hands and face due to a U.S. unexploded bomb. They said the only reason they helped this girl is because the guards at the front took pity on her. This is total BS. We caused her injuries and broke her country, and now we don't want to fix it, says Rick. What really got me was a nine-year-old girl burned over 15% of her body from a U.S. rocket attack. The parents couldn't get out of the house to get food or water due to the constant barrage of missiles and fighting. Finally, they got to the Army hospital with the girl severely malnourished and dehydrated. She was only skin and bones. They were going to fly her to a U.S. hospital for treatment, but she didn't make it. One of the nurses just broke down and said she couldn't take watching all the children mutilated and harmed. Neil, when is this madness going to stop? I'm sorry to bum you out. I needed to vent. The DVD is on sale at pbs.org. If anyone agrees with this uh, war, pull out a picture of one of these children whose lives will be destroyed forever because of a senseless war. But, you know, that little kid whose picture we had on our website for a long, long time there? Right, Lucky Ali. The good, yeah, he got all his, uh, he got all his artificial limbs. Isn't that uh, great? <laughs> yeah. What a tragedy. What, how pathetic. At any rate, so Luis Miguel was in Menudo like I tried telling you before you got my computer all screwed up. God, you're a hard ass. Who doesn't speak no Spanish? No wonder them speaks hate you. Hey, they can spot a phony a million miles away. Damn it. What is the worst sit-down restaurant chain in America? No drive-thru. That's the uh, that's the definitive deal. Does that mean I have to use my real name now? Denny's, yeah, Eddie. Denny's 119, Olive Garden, Eddie Rodriguez, uh, Olive Garden 81, <laughs> Applebee's 54, Waffle House 47, IHOP 46, and every after that, Small Potatoes. Although I see a tie between Red Lobster and Pizza at 24. Five six seven. I'm sure we've left many, many thousands off of here. WQAM. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. I, I got to tell you, I don't know if you've mentioned this on the air yet, but the story about uh, about the White House, the Bush White House, concealing the records from the Clinton White House. Right. Terrorism. Uh, I mean, that just that just shows you what kind of people these guys are, and, and right. also. Uh, well, you, I want you. I want you to keep several things in mind. Number one, they didn't want this 9-11 committee. They fought it like crazy, tooth and nail. Number two, they helped uh, put a bunch of stooges on it. Uh, number three, they wanted the deadline to be, like, uh, already over with. They didn't want to extend the deadline. So they fought this every inch of the way. They didn't want to tell the American public the truth. How can anybody with any brain cells buy what this administration uh, is telling beat, you? Beat it the is hell out of me. absolutely a scandal. It is, but, and but you know something? I'm, I'm, convinced, I'm convinced more than ever that what I've been saying for months now is true. If, if Bush came on television at 9 o'clock tonight, held a nas made a national speech and said, we've lied through our teeth about all of this, we were going to go into Iraq in the first place, Richard Clark is right, and so is Paul O'Neill and everybody else, and we went in there because we wanted the oil and because of the fact that the neocons had this game plan of domination in the Middle East and world domination. If he came on there and told the truth, they still would say, oh, well, we support President Bush. He's a great leader. They wouldn't care. And by the way, uh, I don't know how this Air America could have overlooked somebody as, as erudite as you that speaks so eloquently on this topic that, that could really fight and is a real radio guy. I mean, they yeah. really should ha should take a, a closer look at this. Well, they you. can't afford me. I think that's a problem. <laughs> Have a and great day, George pal. George Orwell with 20 years off. See ya. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Oh, uh, yeah, I would have been, liked to have been on that thing, but, of course, Norma, he's busy getting sick and dying and all these other things, you know. See, I probably shouldn't say that because then maybe he'll have another, uh, like that, and I'll put him over the edge. Ooh, something to think about. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Now, how are we doing with that cash? Are we getting uh, updates? 
Yeah, we're getting updates, but it hasn't gone anywhere. What do you mean so, by that? Uh, 4028, so 4528. Well, but that, does that reflect the duffs? Yes. I don't think I don't I think these people are busy looking at those three pictures of Jerry Hallowell. I think that's what they're looking at and those uh, that six pack they got on there. But other than that, I don't think they're paying any attention to stop FCC.us US and donating. We've got to get to five grand by two o'clock today, or I'm gonna to tell you right now, George is going on vacation next week. Oh that that was a bad idea. <laughs> I no we gotta to get to five uh, uh, grand by two o'clock or George cancels his vacation next week. How do you like that? Oh! Yeah. That'll scare him. That'll motivate them highly. Whip out their credit cards. When in doubt, whip it out. Get with it. Visa, Master <coughs> Card, American Express. Let's go. Man, are these people cheap? WQAM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? Okay. I talked to uh, Bush supporter the other day, and I talked to him a couple months ago, and they they just love him. And I said, now a couple months gone by, and you see all the things he's lying about. Are you still going to vote for him? And she said, you know, it's something that any other president hasn't done in the past. There you go. Uh-huh. So no matter what you tell them, they, they just love the guy. Yeah, see, Clinton, he lied, Clinton lied about having sex, which, of course, was a big deal to the Republicans. And this guy's lying about uh, Iraq having weapons of mass destruction and having to do with al-Qaeda and terrorism, having to do with 9-11. And all these people are dying. I, I see a great correlation yeah. there. Not Exactly. That's what right. I tell the person, and they just are blinded. And I want, and you, I want, to, I want for, you to keep uh, one... I want you to keep one thing in mind, okay? Okay. There's an old saying that sums it up. Where there's no sense, there's no feeling. Yeah, I, I can't believe it. You know, there's so much in their face, and they still believe it. I just I, I, yeah. I can't do I want to vote for uh, Black Lobster. Okay. <laughs> the evil lobster. 5670560. Oh, I just ate there, I think, once in my life, and everybody had warned me they give you really small portions, and the prices are ridiculously high, and it's uh, mar the food is just marginal at best, and uh -huh. that's it. I ate there twice the second time because we got some certificates, and you know what? Still wasn't worth it. Even for free, it wasn't any good. Then you know that's that's a good deal, a good for a pool. Yeah. Even for free, a restaurant that you wouldn't eat at. Maybe we'll do that one day, uh, one of these days. Okay. Keep it in mind. Keep it in the back mm -hmm. of your head. Store it away. WQAM, hello. Not there on line four. Shame on you. That was probably going to be our first lady caller of the day, wouldn't you think? Since we haven't had no ladies today. WQAM, hello. Hello. Oh, my God. I can't believe I did this. My psychic powers even scare me sometimes. Yes, ma'am. This is uh, JoLynn, the hockey girl. JoLynn, are you kidding me? No, it's me. Where have you been all this time? Nashville, Tennessee. All right. What a horrible place. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But, you know, I'm hanging in there. I got my pred, so I'm okay. You also, you also recorded... Right? That's me. That's you, Jolene. How you been? That's me, Neil. God, I miss you so much. So where are you now? You're in Florida? I am on... Singer Island on the beach. It's a glorious day. Oi! Singer Island. Yeah. I remember it well. Yes, it's, uh, you know, it's a very nice beach. So we're uh, laying out and enjoying the sun, and I go back to Nashville tomorrow. Well, how are you listening to us if you're on Singer Island? Well, I'm getting you on 560 really? here. Yeah, it's oh, a little, God. That's it's a little hazy. There. Wow. It's a little, it comes in and out a little bit, but I can catch most of it. Uh-huh. And I was just thrilled that I could. So it's good to talk to you. How are things going here in South Florida? 
Things are fantastic. I'm not in South Florida. I'm in Toronto. Oh, you are. <laughs> right. I do. I do most. Yeah, I am. I'm in Toronto, and uh, you know, I do most of the stuff right from my the show from my apartment. I got a nice little studio in my apartment, and I'm uh, here most of the time. There you go. So you winter in Canada and summer in Florida. No, I uh, live in Canada, and uh, you know, <laughs> I spend a few weeks in Florida, not, not any more than I have to. I uh, hear you. Well, I'm sorry that the Panthers didn't make the playoffs this year, but I'm yeah. happy. It looks like the Preds are gonna. Yeah, it looks like they might uh, get in there. They won last night. They beat the Blackhawks. They needed that game real bad. I hope they, they do they for really their did. sake, you know, because that Barry gives too. me the trots. He's been there a long time. He's really done a good job this year. That Stevie Sullivan uh, pick I love Stevie the... Sullivan, man. One of the great mistakes the Leaf organization ever made was letting Stevie Sullivan go away. One of my favorites. He's a great player. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I've great hearing from this... you, Jolyn. Take care of yourself. You too, Neil. I'll talk to you soon. See ya. How do you like that? That is a shocker, and I said, a surprise. I said, uh, maybe that would have been our first lady of the day, and I punched it up, there's Jolene. What am I doing here, man? Seriously, I'm, I'm going to the track right now. I'm going to go over to Mohawk and uh, scope out tonight's race. Live and local, we're Sports Radio 560. I'm going to Flamro Downs, baby. Friday, you bastards. <laughs> the only thing in this town that's for real. Absolutely. says she's been in Nashville all this time. She likes it there as opposed to South Florida. What does that tell you, huh? Yeah. And she's in Singer Island over there on the West Coast, over in uh, Sarasota. Maybe she's over there with the Amish. That's right. Amish vacation. You think? Oh, wait a minute. Singer Island over there? Is it like a, up? Which, which one is Singer Island? I thought it was over here. Is that the one up in Palm Beach? I don't know. By Jupiter? I don't know. I'm thinking of City Island. No, Singer Island is up there by uh, Jupiter or by uh, West Palm, whatever the hell it is. Some readers complain about Iraq images. This is from um, The Guardian, UK. Gruesome front-page photos showing the charred remains of U.S. citizens killed in an ambush in Iraq prompted complaints from some readers that the images were too graphic. The New York Times, Miami Herald, and USA Today, A, said they received a moderate number of complaints from irate or offended readers about the prominent use of the photos. What island am I thinking of over there on the West Coast? That everybody... Oh, um... Merit? No, no. Begins Marco? With an I. No, not Marco Island. Whatever the hell it is. I don't know why I'm thinking of the one by Sarasota. At any rate, she's just up there in Palm Catalina. Beach, and I'm thinking, what is it? Catalina. No. 
Santa Catalina, though, 26 miles. New York Times ran a large photo on its front page showing the bodies of American civilians hanging from a bridge while USA Today, the largest circulation daily in the country, ran a somewhat less graphic photo on its front page showing Iraqis beating the remains of American workers with shoes. USA Today spokesman Heidi Henderson said the paper received 20 emails and a dozen phone calls that were largely critical of the decision to use the photo. They got 20 emails. Wow. And by the way, Clarence, you're a liar. You got a lot more response than Joan Mark that you admitted you're a liar. She said the newspaper planned to print some of the responses and letters to the editor in today's paper. They're in there, I'm sure. The Herald front page editor, Liza Gross, oh, what a perfect name for the Herald, Gross, said executive editor Tom Fiedler, with his uh, trench coat, planned to write a column for Sunday's paper explaining the process that editors go through in making such decisions. Sanibel? Sanibel, that's the one. See, it begins with an S, like Singer Island. Singer Island is right up the road there, man. It's right up uh, by Palm Beach. I've been there many a time when there used to be some white people there. Oh, sorry, Joe Lynn. We've been saying that these decisions were not made lightly, and we discarded many more gruesome photos, but our responsibility is to present the facts as they are, Gross said. She's the front-page editor of the Unctuous Miami Herald. John X. Miller. John X. Miller. What, oh, I guess his name could be Javier, right? I guess. But not if his name is John Miller. What would the X stand for? Xavier. Well, that's what I just said. What, what else could it possibly stand for? Xylophone. Okay, John Xylophone Miller, public editor of the Detroit Free Press, said the newspaper received a substantial number of complaints, about a 100 from readers upset about a front-page photo showing the bodies hanging from the bridge. And I'm going to say it again. All you people out there, you pansies that want to be shielded from the truth, it's muy importante, just like in Vietnam, that the American public see the brutal, grotesque truth and not be shielded from it, no, which no. this administration would love to see happen. Oh, yeah, let's shield the public order. from those grotesque... Uh, gruesome images, because right. it's the Please. truth. This is really what's going on, yeah. as opposed to this glorious Operation Iraqi Freedom. <laughs> right. This BS that they're feeding. What a crock of crap. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. I thought Olive Garden make a bigger debt, but nobody can't touch no Denny's. I guess they never had none of them Mother Humper pies, huh? German chocolate. Which I'm not really that big a fan of German chocolate. I like chocolate cream pie. German chocolate, they had a great mother humper. Mm -hmm. But you don't know if they still got that? I don't. Well, I'm sure we'll discover. We'll get the answer to that right after we get the answer about the artist that they're playing on WCMQFM with those big numbers. WQAM, hello. Hola. Yes, sir. It's really quite funny when you think about it that, you know, first of all, he's appearing behind closed doors, and he's got to be accompanied by Cheney. I mean, why not yeah. have his mommy and daddy accompanied him? He's going to be sitting on Cheney's knee. In fact, uh, do we put the cartoon on the website where he's got Charlie McCarthy, he's got the puppet on his knee, Cheney? I'm sure we have. It's high yeah. in comedy. I, you know, like every couple of minutes, he's going to be looking over like Cheney, like, hey, I'll defer to Mr. Cheney on this right. one. I, I mean, uh -huh. he, why not have his mommy and daddy accompany him while they're at it, you know? Maybe, I mean, maybe they will because daddy's pretty uh, emotional now. He's getting really upset. Quit picking on my kid. Probably knows more about what's happening than, 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 uh, than his son anyway while we're at it. But, no uh, question about that. He's on the inside. Guy, he's such a wuss. How anybody can say he's a strong leader now with, 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 when you see this. Uh, but, again, you know, we're dealing with the American population, which is you know, pretty stupid for the most part. And, by the way, I'm all... On my way home now to, to log on, I'm going to be sending some up to Stop FCC. Thanks a lot, man. It's a great cause, and keep up the great work. Thank you. Take care. Bye. See, there's a guy. He's going to put some money in there. Now, what's that latest total? Same. What do you mean by that? He's not Same. changing it, or nobody's putting no, any money he in? He keeps putting it up periodically, and it hasn't changed. 
So in other words, it's still 4528 and we're $472 away from the 5000 I I guaranteed we'd have by 2 o'clock today. Correct. For stop uh, FCC.us and that newspaper ad in USA Today with the largest daily circulation so that millions and millions of people can see it and hopefully go online uh, and sign that petition. What is wrong with this town, man? What is wrong with the people in broadcasting, like I said before? That certainly uh, motivated Duff, but nobody else. Greg came in with that nice check. Duff got on there, which we appreciate. Anybody else in the building? No. Not that we know of. Anybody else in the marketplace who would cough up 50 or 100 bucks? No. Cheap bastards. Just unbelievable. Unconscionable. And this is what I was up against the first time we went through this back in 86 or 87, whatever the hell was it, INZ. The same thing when it came down with all this censorship BS. And nobody stood up against it then. And here we are 18 years later and they're still more and more in. They never have enough. Never take away enough. Just keep... Knocking down the First Amendment. We just make it up as we go along. You'll say whatever we tell you you're allowed to say. And you'll listen to it. And, watch. and let me say it again. The most important thing to keep in mind, whether you like this show, Howard Stern, uh, Bob and Tom, uh, Bubba the Love Sponge, whoever you like to listen to, or whatever you like to watch on TV, this is just the beginning. Cable, satellite are next. And once they're done with that, it's the Internet, baby. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Oh, 
Well, this week's National Enquirer with their brand new uh, fancy schmancy paper, new and improved, says uh, Hillary Sadiq. <laughs> Yeah, the front-page story in this week's Inquirer, who's gay and who's not gay. And, of course, no surprises, the usual, uh, you know, big tease on the front page. And then uh, nothing surprising, you know. Although I didn't notice uh, the Attorney General of the state of Florida's name in there anywhere. Or Mark Foley. Yeah. Did you? No. At any rate, uh, I had a blurb about Hillary. I had her picture, as a matter of fact. And Bill Clinton has evidently told Jennifer Flowers, at least that's what she wrote in her book, that he's sure that Hillary has had a lot more women than he ever had. That was his quote, says uh, Jennifer. Yeah, that's what he said. So anyway, what would be wrong with having the Ice Princess Bulldike is uh, something. Oh, speaking of uh, bitches, this, I mean, she's kind of cutesy, this Audrey Seiler. She's a nice uh, young college girl, but uh, I say put her ass in jail for a long time. Or maybe in a rubber room somewhere. University of Wisconsin honor student who said she was abducted at knife point from outside her apartment has changed her account of the incident Assistant Police Chief Noble Ray said at a news conference today a little while ago, Ray said police asked Audrey Seiler about apparent inconsistencies among the physical evidence, her statements to the police, and those of other witnesses. Seiler then said the abduction had taken place in a different location, according to Ray. The 20-year-old student was found Wednesday. She was last seen leaving her apartment at 2.30 Saturday morning. She told police she was abducted at knife point by a white male in his late 20s or early 30s, about 6 feet tall, and last seen wearing black sweatshirt, black hat, and jeans. And Oh, this, this, isn't, this is from the CNN website? This, this isn't even up to date. Their website sucks, okay? Their website blows. Can you believe this? Student changes it. abduction. I thought this was the very latest thing, but this was on an hour ago. But now she says she wasn't abducted at all. She just wanted to be alone. And they got this crap on there, and I'm sitting here reading it like some kind of a moron, some kind of a moron. Because I think that CNN is up to date with something. It's like those two American kids that got killed over there today and yesterday in Iraq. Finally, they got like like an afterthought. If you look at the crawl on the bottom of some of these uh, talking head channels, or if you look uh, way down in the middle on their website among the headlines, you'll find, oh, yeah, two more Americans dead in Iraq. It's really pathetic. Talk about managing the news. And that line we had before, did I say that story about that uh, Israeli thing? I sure hope I did. I guess I didn't. We could play Isn't that it back. pathetic? Yeah. That they've got a phone number that they can call in Atlanta, and that if CNN runs a story that they don't like, that all they got to do is make one phone call to uh, kill the story. Maybe Beautiful. They, they could just wire him up with a dump button. There you go. That's a good idea. I bet you the FCC would like that. Just every now and then, just when you feel like it just dumps him. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I guess I uh, Schmidt canned it. Too bad. What is the worst sit-down restaurant chain in America? That's our poll question today. Yeah, another poll today, damn it. Not a drive-thru. That's got to be, that's a qualification. If it's got a drive-thru, can we put it on there? No. No. Denny's 127. The Olive Garden, 87. Waffle House, 56. Applebee's, 55. IHOP, 53. Pizza Hut's got about 30, man. Red Lobster, 29. Chili's, 26. Piccadilly Cafeteria, 25. Shoney's, 25. And uh, on down from there. Golden Corral's got 18. I never heard of it. Is that a new, uh, Shane, a new, uh... I guess we got gift certificates here. We Really? Yeah, but they're down in Miami, so I, somebody else is going to get them. Oh, I don't think I'm going to Miami, do you, am I? No. No. 
WB, who's just an out-of-control chronic faxer, says it just blows me away when I see the reaction by the public to the brutalities of war. Prior to Vietnam, it was a punishable crime to send graphic pictures, so I'm let alone publish them. Maybe if the media continues to publish the gruesome graphic realities of war for the next 200 years, the sheltered war supporters will finally decide war is not such a great idea. And can somebody please explain to me how mutilating American bodies is so much different than bombing a country to hell while casually selecting targets that will break the will of innocent people until they hate the invaders so much they can only retaliate by such acts of heinous behavior. If they invaded my country, I'd be in the streets also, he said. That's my 50 bucks worth. Glad to contribute to the down-with-the-fastest communication drive, uh, etc. Thanks, WB. He contributed. And that number still ain't changing? Maybe Eric is busy eating lunches or something, you know? No. What? No, because he keeps uh, putting the same number up there, so I know he's checking. Oh, so in other words, yeah. there's not another dime that's come in on there? And right. I'm sitting here uh, thinking everything is going along just fine? I'm going to go on strike, I'm going to tell you right now, until we get to five grand. When, when I mean, we couldn't have made it today without Greg's 500. You know, four grand would have been nice. Mm -hmm. But thanks to Greg Reed coming in with that $500 check, we got 4528 bucks. I mean, if it's going to stall out right now, what's the chance we're going to get to... Uh, About 30, huh? man. What chance is there of that? All these hot shots out there that talk a big game. Oh, yeah, you just let us know, Neil. We're right behind you. Like I said yesterday, you turn around and look over your shoulder. They're behind you, all right, about 14 miles back up the road, and they're running like hell the other way because he's asking for our money. Five bucks? Two bucks? How much does it cost for a pack of faggots these days? About five bucks? A hundred dollars? No, seriously. How much does it cost for a pack of cigarettes? Three-ish. Two, two, like high twos, low threes. Yeah, three bucks. So just, I'd say uh, right now, just uh, and probably uh, keep your life for another extra few hours doing your pubic service. Eight just bucks. forego that next pack of faggots that you would buy and instead take the three bucks and put it on your credit card and whip it in there to stopfcc.us. Get with it. See, I, I was on such a euphoric high, you know, when Greg came over that check and then Duff helped out. I thought, man, we're going to really get some momentum going. Just like always, same old crap. It's the same, it's the same people always who come through and the rest of the people are all talk. And like I said, the people that can't afford even 50 said, we are, we understand, we appreciate that. We appreciate their predicament, especially Josh and George. They appreciate it. And even George put in a hundred. That's the thing that really is an indictment of the rest of the public out there. When a little schmuck like George, when a little piker like right. him. I'm going to die in debt. Puts in a hundred bucks who hasn't got three nickels to rub together, who's treated and abused and uh, used uh, in that place like you wouldn't believe. And still cares enough about uh, something to put in a hundred bucks. And, and the rest of you, blah, 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 like that. You know, it's about time that some people waked up and uh, waked up and woke up and sniffed the daffodils. I'm starting to get emotional. I'm getting wild. Just like our fundraiser, no matter what the cause is, <coughs> always an excuse. Let's auction off some crap, okay? Let's auction off Todd Reck. How many cents can we get for him? About 30, man. 30 cents. There you go. We'll take it. We'll take it. Oh, look at this. ...community uh, and other uh, state and local officials, and it says that, as you said, Department of Homeland and FBI have received uncorroborated reporting on an alleged plot against major U.S. cities oh my this God. summer, the summer of 2004, that targets commercial transportation. Uh, both those agencies, Homeland and FBI, have assessed that buses and railways could be targeted. But I bring your attention to the word uncorroborated, which basically means that this is a sole piece of intelligence that has come in to the be intelligence afraid. community that afraid. has not been able to be matched by another source. Uh, this is the type of information that would not be widely disseminated to the public 
because of that, because it is uncorroborated, but instead would be very specifically targeted toward uh, those who need to know. There you go. Okay, well, it's, it's Friday, right? Just relax. Terrorists may or may not try to bomb major U.S. cities. Buses, trains, just stay home and hide under the bed. That's a good idea. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Hey, we got another 20. Just, we got what? Another 20 bucks, 40, And that's 48. it? This ain't got to cut it. 45, 48. We're still 452 bucks short of the five grand. See, at, at this point, now, you know, yesterday I was like right on the edge, like, should we proceed with this or not? Because I don't want to, like, have to give a whole bunch of money back to people. Yeah. But if we aren't going to raise, like, even ten grand, for example, well, what's the point? I mean, what kind of an ad do you take out for uh, five grand, for, and we can't even get to five grand? Uh, I got that uh, thing you sent me yesterday from USA Today, that um, the rate quote, sheet. Yeah. Here's the national rate sheet. Let's see. Uh, the minimum, the smallest ad, a sixteenth of a page is ten thousand six hundred. Sixteenth of a page. You know how small that is? About the size of your thumb. I mean, to me, the smallest, an eighth of a page is eighteen thousand three hundred. For the thirty-one thousand six hundred, get a quarter of a page. That's what we really need to get people's attention. Although an eighth of a page, eighteen thousand three hundred. We'll just continue pressing on, and by the year 2525, maybe we can get to a few people out there. This is, uh, like I said before, we're not giving anything in return. That's a problem. Oh, don't we get a CD? Don't we get? No. no. Don't we get like a keychain? No. No. You, you might get nothing. Get freedom. You get our thanks. You get our thanks. Two or three bucks, and they won't do it. The cheapest lowdown. It's just uh, astonishing to me. Oh, another. Another what? Like Two bucks. 120. No, 4168. So. 4668. 4668. You see, I have to embarrass. See, I don't like bitching people out and chewing them out to like sign a petition. How much effort does it take? How much effort? You're all sitting there uh, watching porno on your uh, internet. You're not fooling me. That's right. They're busy. They're looking at Jerry Hallowell's boobies on air for a couple of minutes, and they're going to their favorite porn sites on the uh, on the computers. They're not fooling me for a second. They're sitting there pretending to work like our sales holes back there. If our salespeople were working, what kind of a log we had yesterday and today? It's like a going out of business log here at QAM. Maybe Greg ought to rethink giving that 500 bucks or not the way things are going in this joint. Yeah. Maybe they took in a good, uh, you know, some good money on that phony auction the other day. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what we need to do. Let's auction off Moe's piece. What do you say? Absolutely. Yeah, he donated. He's got a whole bunch of spares anyway. How about Jim Bandage's old jockstrap from those uh, Super Bowl championship years? What do you say? All right. Yeah. To have to sit here and beg and plead and squeeze and cajole and just, just, Practically terrorize people. It's almost like stealing, reaching into your wallet and trying to, to squeeze three or four or five bucks out of you, huh? Just pretend you dropped a $5 bill at the store while you were buying your faggots or your milk or whatever, your sodas, huh? Just pretend you dropped a five on the ground. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I was curious. You, you were always talking about how, how many votes you guys need, like a, a million a million for uh, stopfcc.com signatures. Yeah, that's what that's what Scott says. What happens? Yeah. Okay, I signed it, and I'm just curious. When if, if a million come, what, what, what will you? What will happen? What exactly will happen? The world will stop spinning around. No, I mean, what will the FCC do with a, a million signatures? What will happen? It's not just a question of what the FCC is going to do. It's a question of whether Congress. I mean, the Senate still hasn't passed that uh, indecency bill. And then the point is that it passed so easily in the House because nobody was saying anything about it. It passed 391 to 22. There were only 22 people out of 435 in the House of Representatives voted against it. And that's because nobody was screaming and yelling. 
And that's what oh. you have to do in front of the Senate. The, the, in fact, on that website, you can click on there, and you can auto, he will automatically generate a letter from you to both your U.S. senators. Right, I heard you say that yesterday. So we, I mean, you don't think in an election year that they're going to pay attention if they get a million people signing a petition? Right, well, I they're hope gonna, so. They're going to start know? peeing in their pants, man. And I got one more question. Like, some of those bits that you can't play anymore, yep. why can't you just bleep out what you can't hear and still play the bit? Yeah, well, I worked on that one. It took me forever, but it's a good idea. Well, we're going to work on it. Okay. Thanks Thank a lot, you. Pally. Thanks for your help. 4191. See, 42, uh, 4191, 4691. 4700 bucks. And 13 Only... cents. Uh, what? And 13 cents. 13 cents. That's a lucky 13 cent. That might be what puts us over the top. Absolutely. See? That might do it. Boy. What an, what an unbelievable effort. What a, but I, you know, we keep plugging along. That's me. I refuse to take no for an answer. I'm just stubborn, a stubborn old coot. <laughs> in fact, we got a few stubborn old coots in this joint. All the crap you can unwrap. Right, we know. By the way, Wayne hates you, Mo. I just thought I'd mention it again, just just for the hell of it, not any special reason. Twelve fifty-seven at five sixty WQM. If you want to spring into savings right now and save a ton of cash on a great new car or truck, you can do it at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. They're on US one, only twenty minutes south of the eight thirty-six. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead's worth the drive because they're going to save you so much, a whole pile, thousands of dollars on great new Toyota speaking of cash. Check out these great leases. An 04 Camry or 4Runner for just 269 bucks a month for 48 months. How about an 04 Highlander, just 309 a month? Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra? It's the safest truck in America. You pay just 179 bucks a month for 48 months. And these are just a few of the great savings waiting for you right now at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. And with those nasty toll increases on people using cash on the turnpike, Armstrong's will give you a free sun pass when you buy your new car or truck there. General Manager David Rich and his entire staff will do whatever it takes to make you a deal and put you in a great new Toyota today. So experience for yourself the Armstrong Toyota Homestead difference. Locally owned and operated, they're committed to 100% customer satisfaction, too. Their service department's even open late to late weeknights to make sure they get all your service work done and done right. You'll find them at US 1 and 293rd in Homestead. It's only 20 easy minutes south of the 836, so jump on down. Don't waste your time at those mega dealers or car giants who overpromise and underdeliver and then get you to their dealership under some phony pretense. Do the smart thing. Deal with the folks who will treat you right. Call David Rich, the GM at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead at 305-242-3247. 305-242-3247. Drive a little and save a ton on that great new Toyota at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Clinton, he 
was working hard Late nights in the ovary office Working on a practical joke He took a mac and noodle Put an exploding load in Poor Monica was blowing rings of smoke Cigars and Monica's She lets out a giggle Every time he makes it wiggle Monica is not the kind You can do in the But a cigar and her He don't mind Oh, people feel that Hillary's been Made a fool of by her husband Feel that Hillary was wronged Up in the Lincoln bedroom She was moaning, moaning Al Gore was doing her with Bill's old bong Bill's cigars and Monica's Let's out a giggle Every friggin' time he makes it wiggle Monica is not the kind You can do in the But a cigar and her She don't mind Oh, candy and sandy A master is faster Oh, yeah What you gotta do I get emotionally drained just from listening to that. It's uh, 104 at 560 WQAM. All the bleeps all the time. America slept while the First Amendment was being dismantled, okay? While people were saying, oh, you can't say, and you can't do that, and you certainly can't play right. And America just sat back. This has got to be the most passive country on the face of the earth. The most passive GD country. See, I just used the initials there. I heard Can't it. say that anymore either. Oh, well, that's coarse speech, man. That's a, yeah, whatever. And, and they just keep making it up as they go along, justifying it under some other word. Well, it's indecent speech. It's obscene speech. It's coarse speech. It's vulgar. You know something? They're the ones who are obscene. Make no mistake about it. When the Founding Fathers made the First Amendment, they didn't say, uh, well, uh, unless, of course, you say things that the FCC don't like, or a bunch of grumpy old men. See, this Senator Sam Brownback from Kansas, this guy's picking up right where Jesse Helms left off. That's what he's all about. Another right-wing lunatic. And, of course, nobody, I mean, just about nobody except maybe Russ Feingold from Wisconsin, almost nobody in America's got the balls to stand up to him and say, hey, where the hell are you making this crap up, huh? You're going to tell everybody what, oh, and by the way, the fourth jury, jury number four in the Tyco case got a uh, coercing phone call in the last 24 hours. That's why they got mm. the um, mistrial. A, coer or a coercive letter within the last 24 hours. In other words, they made him an offer they couldn't refuse. Uh-oh. Well, I don't think I want to be involved in this no more. Okay, mistrial. We'll start all over again. While these grave robbers that ripped off and scammed people from their life savings for millions and millions. All these guys from uh, Enron and WorldCom and Tyco. These people should be on death row right now. That's where they ought to be. They're worried about putting Martha Stewart in jail because she lied about a few grand that she made. Big stinking deal. All of these people ought to be on death row. And they're walking around on the loose. 
Anyway, like I said, very passive people. They lose their life savings based on a bunch of lies. Oh, woe is me. I guess I'll have to work till I'm 95. Oh, gee, woe is me. Let's put another uh, four years in there for the guy that's big business's favorite pawn. Okay, let's put him back in there again. He never met a big business enterprise that he wasn't in love with and in bed with, but let's put him in there again. Well, speaking of money, if we have any cash left over after we get our full-page ad, yeah, you know who we're going to give it to? Donald Trump. <laughs> he needs it. Yeah. I know. If you don't give him the money, you're fired. Casino mogul Donald Trump may have the final word with his television apprentices, but his auditors say Trump's casino company will be in deep trouble without a cash infusion, infusion which would leave him with a minority holding in the company. So I think at the beginning of that show every week, you watch that show? Are you kidding me? No, I watched it once. But at the beginning of the show, Donald's going to come on and make a personal plea to the audience. Loan me $50. Yeah. The warning hit the shares of Trump Hotels and Casino Resorts, which fell more than 12% in uh, trading Wednesday morning. Got no cash. Well, maybe uh, it costs a lot of money to keep that hair going like that. You know, keep that color, keep it of the same uh, texture. Five five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the AT and T and and I'm going to tell you one other thing too. Who's starting to give me a little bit to rub me the wrong way? Even though he's doing a fine job, is the guy that started all this got up there in New York. Very few people would have undertaken such a massive project. You know what? Yeah. And we're not looking for any. And I'm speaking for myself. Any publicity, any mention. I don't want to be associated with this thing. It's his deal. But it would seem to me, since we're trying to raise the money. To enable this guy, Scott, and the people who support this idea to place this ad, which he thought was a great idea, by the way, it would seem to me that just maybe, since he's got 145,000 plus signatures on there, and there are a lot of people that are looking at that thing, maybe he just make, might make a link to stop FCC.us. Now, I realize he thinks, well, that's a little bit confusing, two different URLs. You know, something big deal. I think it can be explained. We don't want to take away from any cash he might get to defray his expenses. But the bottom line is we could use some support from some other people on StopFCC.us to raise some cash. Right? Right. And he ought to be one of them. Because I don't think that there's anybody. And I don't, I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass. I don't think there's anybody on there anywhere in this country who's uh, got more people to sign that than, than we have. You think that's a revolutionary comment? No. I think it's accurate. So I'm just throwing it out there because Eric tells me that Scott's listening to this show. He's glued to it every day, and why the hell not? What else would he be listening to? Just something to think about, Scott. Give us a little help in hand. We're trying to help you. We're trying to do it for the cause that you very valiantly have undertaken. It would be really nice if you could give us a little more exposure. Because just sitting here and trying to drain the money out and trying to drain blood out of a rock with this crowd, I don't think it's going to work all that well. What do we got now? One moment, please. Yeah, take a peek. Three sixty-one thirteen. Forty-three sixty-one. So that's forty-eight sixty-one. Whatever. Forget the thirteen. Cent. Maybe Dan Marino uh, gave the thirteen cent. He's got a great sense of humor and great lips. Forty-eight sixty-one. That means one hundred and thirty-nine bucks more. We can do that this hour easy. Okay. I bet you Todd Dreckel, uh, no problem. Whip out his uh, Visa or Mastercard. WQM. Hello. Hola. Hello. Yes, sir. Is this Neil Run? Yes, sir. Bad phone. Get a new phone, Pally. WQM, hello. Yes, hi. This is hi. She hello? Yes, ma'am. Yes, this is Sheila Ranson calling. I am with the Forum Publishing Group. Right. And I'm wondering who I'd speak with regarding advertising, please. Oh, hang on. How do you like that? She wants us to talk to somebody about advertising. Don't put her in touch with Todd Dreck, I'll tell you that. 
She's on line three there. Put her in touch with uh, somebody good like Adam or uh, Troy or somebody like that. Right? Right. Maybe even Fat Boy. No, like I said, somebody good, not Fat Boy. And I'll tell you one thing. I don't see any money coming in from any of our salespeople of you. No. Has Screwan donated a dime to our cause? No. Fat Boy? No. Todd Dreck? No. Uh, Troy Stratford? No. That new broad, whatever her name is, Stephanie? No. No. Who else we got? Adam? No. No, which I'm really shocked at that. Who else we got? We got 80 million sales holes back there. Skippy? No. Skippy, who's squeezing all the commission out of all those accounts that he just inherited, that he doesn't service at all and do a damn thing. Has he got donated? No. No, you little weasel, you man. You little weasel. If you don't believe it, just take a look at Mo and you'll know for sure. There's nothing in the world worse, more unctuous and objectionable than a weasel. Just take a look at that thing that's crawling around on his forehead. Absolutely. Maybe that's why Wayne hates him. Maybe Wayne is jealous of his hairpiece, you think? <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Huh. Maybe Wayne would like to bar. Hey, listen, if you want to uh, kind of patch things up with Wayne, Mo, listen, I, I don't want to tell you how to run your life, but if you want to patch things up with the owner of the uh, team that you're broadcasting the games for, maybe load him that nice Sunday go to meeting one, man. That's a beauty. It's 11 past 1 at 560 QAM. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours. QAM. Are you sure? WQM. Sergio and Ialia, Schlepper like Per Sergio, he donated ten bucks to our cause. Stop FCC.us. Thanks, Sergio. He says, with the threat of losing my job in the next few months indirectly due to Bush's policies, I still donated ten bucks to Stop FCC this morning. Keep lashing out at those Nazis. Thanks, Sergio and Ialia. Thanks, amigo. And by the way, Luis Miguel was in Menudo. Now here's somebody says, Golden Corral's been in my hometown in Three Tooth, Missouri for, for 20 years. All right. That must be kind of like kind of two egg, you think? Right there next to it. All right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT. I realize it's not very scintillating radio, which is why I hate to do it to come on here and beg and plead and scold. It's childish, but again, that's that's what you have to do, because most people will not willingly part with a dime. You know, you know that. Oh yeah, most people aren't like generous uh, like I am. And even before I was making the big bucks, I still, if I could uh, get involved in a cause, anytime I asked anybody, see, I'm going to tell you right now, which I remember that Rick Riley incident that time. Were you there when they were doing that? When they were doing what? With the fire engine or whatever it was that they were trying to get, raise the money to buy or whatever that deal was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a um, a van, I think. Ambulance or a van. Something they were trying to raise uh, money to get. To, uh, get. Yes. For what was the cause? Do you remember? Uh, no, I don't. It'll come to me. And I was on vacation at the time. I come back from vacation, and we already had some other thing going, either our best of or Camilla's house or whatever we were doing at the time. But in spite of that, I come back from vacation, 
to reach out and pat myself on the back here, which I will do. And they weren't raising squat, okay? And to make a long story short, I, they asked me, and I said, no problem. I jumped on the bandwagon. I put in some, kicked in some cash of my own. I got on the air and promoted it, and we raised the ten grand or whatever we needed to get the van. I remember it well. Now, what did Rick put in there? Anything? No. Uh, not that I can remember. I can recall that was one. I kept chiding him about that. If you're going to promote for everybody else to kick in, unless, unless you're willing to take the bull by the horns, like I kicked in the first couple of grand on this deal, and George put in a hundred bucks, then uh, how can you expect anybody else to do it? I mean, how can you pretend you believe in it as a worthy cause unless you're willing to right. put up uh, some cash? Right. Well, I'm putting up my time. Right. The time that he'd be sitting there anywhere. What the hell is that? What, what does that mean? What a phony. No wonder you hated Rick Riley like poison. Suds we love, Rick we hate. Hate you, Rick. It just dawned on me, finally. WQAM, hello. Hi. Um, I was calling about to, let, to talk to Neil. Speaking. Oh. Uh, Luis Miguel was never in Menudo. That's what I think. Okay. I used to be a Menudo fan when I grew up. And really? Yeah. I think she's right because I can't find any kind of English language confirmation. Yeah, right. see, he just found some propaganda there. Was some Somebody made that up, Some somebody who was obsessed with Luis or, some, or maybe some uh, pedophiles obsessed with Menudo. Maybe. Thanks, sweetheart. No problem. Hasta quimio vidas. Uh, okay. See ya. Bye. <laughs> oh. See, it's a good thing you've got all the Luis Miguel records there. I don't have any of his CDs yeah, here. Yeah, good thing. I put them in a box underneath the cabinet. Why is that? So that Get we... out of here. Are you keep... starting with your anti-Luis Miguel stuff just because you've got uh, a fat ass now? What is that? Finish to keep them all safe and nice and dusty. Get out of here because you're afraid I might play a little bit on the ear. As, as a matter of fact, you know who is really speaking of the goddess? Richard! Remember I was playing like a Luis Miguel record every day at the end of the show, like a 155, when she was briefly doing afternoons before yeah. we shoved her yeah, off those, the night and put Phil the in there? Huh? Huh? I said, yeah, go on. And I was getting blamed. Oh, he's trying to sandbag my show. Of course, everybody was getting blamed. That's before she became a political maven and went on Air America. I think you were trying to sandbag her show. Huh? I think you were trying to sandbag her show. Right, yeah. Now, she did a pretty good job of it herself, as I recall. That was before. I mean, she was just uh, starting out. She was a, you know, she listened to Neil and listened to Neil, then she knew she was ready. Remember that quote? Yes. I also remember, (laughs) I know how to handle him now. Handle who? You. What that was that a response. You ripped her an ass because she called you on the phone when you were sick and she was going to bring you soup and do all this stuff, and you told her to bug off and just leave you alone, that that's what you want. Right. And she was all very bent out of shape about that. Oh, well, of course, Randy's one of those people, unless you go along with her 100%, right. if you disagree about anything, he stabbed me in the back, and I'm sure that one right. of her sycophants said they're probably calling her on here in New York, oh, uh, Neil is ripping you. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you the way it was. a screaming tirade after that and then ended it with, well, well I know how to handle him now. <laughs> she knows how to handle me. Yeah, with Stay bo- away, with honey. Both hands. Stay away. No, jeez. Watch it. Get that bell jar out again, Josh. The one with the big slot in it. You might have to take that hundred bucks back if you keep this up. So how are we doing on there? I bet you we got five grand by now. Forty-eight sixty-one on the last report. Come on, let's let's hear it. Forty-eight eighty-six thirteen. Forty-eight eighty-six. Which means we need another 114 bucks. So it's not a it's not a done thing. Now I'm going to tell you right now, any one of those sales holes, they could donate 100 bucks. It would be like dropping a dime on the floor for you or Josh. Now, like you dropping a quarter and Josh dropping a penny, <laughs> or is it the other way around? I don't, however, I'm telling you, 114 bucks, and we can't squeeze some cash out of those sales holes back there. And don't tell me they're not listening. Like Fat Boy, that tub of crap. You know something? We might keep him alive another two or three months if he would put the 114 bucks in there instead of eating all them Cheetos and Fritos. Uh, and, and what? 44, 56, 13. That's 49. 40, well, you just, we just went down. 
No, no. Well, I was adding the 500 before. I'm just reading this off right now. So 49.56.13. 49.56, which means we need 44 bucks, 44 dollars on a credit card. My God, fat boy, you are pathetic. All these years I put up with your with your nonsense and your foolishness and all your fake uh, deals. Hiya, Pally. Yeah. All that crappy food they used to bring in from places that were about two days away from going out of business. Hiya, Pally. And every time they did. Remember that one diner? That was special. Ooh. That place made the Olive Garden seem like Ruth Chris Steakhouse. That's how bad that place was. The rancid meat diner. Forty-four bucks, Todd Dreck, you miserable <laughs> little worthless weasel who keeps changing the dates on the copy and send me the same Fast Train copy now for how many years now? About 30, man. He must have naked pictures of our friend over there at Fast Train because there's no other reason in the world like I would stay on here. I mean, you talk about not servicing what you sell. That's you, Todd. WQAM, hello. Not there. WQAM, hello. Hey, how are you doing, Neil? Pretty good, sir. All right, all right. I am going to uh, contribute to the cause when I get off of work. I'm all right. Guys. Excellent. All right. And um, just a couple of things I want to touch real quick. All right. Um, the one thing with Josh talking about sheets, I never heard that. I heard it called scrimps or strimps. I never heard um, sheets. Like he I, never, I never did either, but he sure has. He's got it down pat, man. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, there's another thing, too. Um, this this place, I don't even know how. This is one of my favorite restaurants, the Emerald Coast. But right. But one Emerald Coast over there in Aventura, it don't even belong with that. That is a weak link to this, you know. In Aventura? I, 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 I hate there. It's, it's like not, it's not, it's not, Let me say this again. Sir, it's not our Emerald Coast. No. Well, the Emerald Coast off of um, Pembroke Road is great. It's fantastic. I always go there. You know, so that's the only yeah. thing I have to say. I'm out. Okay, thanks. Emerald Coast and Aventura? Never heard of it. There's three locations. I know that. We've only been doing the spot Maybe for 100 years. I beg your pardon? Maybe it's some other coast. They're in uh, Sunny Isles. Maybe that's what he's calling Aventura. Sunrise Maybe. and Pembroke Pines. Okay, well, stick to the one in Pembroke Pines, okay, Pally? Please. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Denny's 138, the worst sit-down uh, restaurant chain in America with no drive through Olive Garden 99, Applebee's 67, Waffalau 63, IHOP 56, Pizza Hut 35, the Red Lobster 35, Piccadilly Cafeteria. How many they got? About 30, man. Uh huh. Shoney's 29, Chili's 27, Morrison's 24. Bring your own glass. That's for your teeth. Cracker Barrel. Have you ever eaten in Morrison's, by the way? No. Don't. If they're still around. Cracker Barrel 24, Golden Corral 23. I hear that's a buffet. Do they have any buffo on a buffet? Melting Pot 17, Rascal House 14, Bennigan's 13, Friday's 12, Macaroni Grill 11, which I'm just nauseous from that because I love that place. Perkins Pancake House 10, which is another one I think is very good. Fuddruckers 9, Stookies 9, Outback 6, Hops 5, Ale House 3, Bobby Rubino's 2, Tony Roma's 1 out of 770. See, I mean, everybody's got different tastes. A lot of these people who don't like, for example, uh, Macaroni Grill, they like uh, McDonald's, you know. They like vanilla ice cream. And more power to him. WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Um, if I make it to the... Uh, what newspaper is this um, advertisement going to go on? I beg your pardon? Uh, what, uh, you know, the the money you're raising? Yeah. The advertisement? Or what newspaper is it going to go on? Or what magazine? USA Today. Um, how do I make a donation? Uh, go to our... You, uh, you got a computer, I hope. Yeah, I do. You go to our neorogers.com, and there's a banner right near the top, not the one that says stopfcc.com, uh, 
but a little bit lower. It says donate to stopfcc.us. And you just click on that and then uh, just fill out the form and click on your uh, credit card and you're all set. All right. I'm on my Thanks, way. Pally. Thanks a lot. All right. Very simple. Eric did a hell of a job on that if we do so so himself, right? If we do so himself. It's a beautiful thing. It might be a little bit confusing to people because on top we got, we're promoting a Scott's deal there, which is what this is all about, is protesting the people in the Senate, the FCC, everybody who will listen. But if you go underneath where it says what's new, what's new, right about, right about the list of all the cheap channel stations that you're not supposed to be listening to if you want to protest them, all eight in South Florida. Right in between there is the big banner. It's got the American flag in the background. It says stopfcc.us, promoting the campaign for free speech. Please help to raise money to advertise the Stop FCC campaign, the petition campaign. And you just click where it says please help us raise money, which I just did, and nothing happened. Oh, there it is. And then it says, uh, you click the thing on, and it says uh, donate, and there is the uh, the thing. Please enter the amount. Anything between 2 bucks and a 1000 so it can be two bucks, nine ninety nine, anything in between. Did Fat Boy uh, come through with a forty four bucks yet or not? <laughs> man, oh man, oh man! Just wait till I get back to town, okay? We're gonna take we're gonna take a hundred bucks out of his fat, Rackham. and nobody will even miss it. We're Sports Radio five sixty QAM. We did it! You've seen him on Channel Seven News. First, as a two-bit reporter. Now, as a two-bit anchor that wears more makeup than Tammy Faye Baker and Mary Kay combined, Rick Sanchez sings. Hear the dulcet tones of the man who brought you Crime Check, Rick Sanchez. Sanchez. Rick Sanchez sings. Don't miss Rick Sanchez in his pasty face tour over Hialeah. It's one show you won't want to miss. Steak for a good one. Sanchez, he loves his audience. I accept you as a precious gift from God. We did it! Okay, calm down, David. 131 at 560 WQM, Mad Dog coming up at 2. Joe Sagaki for Hank at 4. We apologize in advance for that. Um, so we did it, huh? We did it. And you didn't think we could. Now, I again, I am really not pleased with the fact that I had to go through all that herniatic bitching and pleading and squeezing. And, and a lot of people are at work. They're in their car. They're in their truck. They're not at their computer right now. But, uh, you know, we're going to make this happen. I'm not going to sit back and take no for an answer. And you know something? If we raise the 30 grand or whatever we get and we take out the ad and we've sent all the petitions and nothing happens, at least we tried. How can anybody with a good conscience just sit back and say, oh, well, I guess things just aren't like they used to be anymore. We can't say crap. You just we can't it. say, oh, that's right, I just said it. Well, that'll be next week. Some nervous Nelly in the building, I don't want to mention no names. Some nervous Nelly in the building, oh, I don't think you can say crap anymore. I don't know why, I just, it just doesn't sound right to me. Duff, get off this instant. Yeah, get off the kick, okay, you silly uh, screamer. And thanks for your donation, by the way, Duff. And what do we got? Oh, I don't have a grand total yet. He just well, said we did it. then how do you know we did it? Because he said so. Oh, here it is, 45... 
4547. So, is 5045 bucks, okay? So that's not too bad in 2 days, huh? We'll take it. That's a take start. It. Couldn't have done it without Greg. Thanks again, Greg. No, that's right. Well, I, w I was just shooting for 4000, okay? Right. I was just shooting for 4000 and when you said he came in there with a $500 check. Right. See, that that's that's a, a good sign that we're finally getting through to him because he understands it. He'd been in a business a long time. Well, I mean, kind of on the periphery of the business. You understand, and of course, people in management, everybody in this industry, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you people besides the fact you're cheap and you're a bunch of lazy bastards who won't get off your ass and do anything. In fact, if they would do something, how come I'm the one who's always doing a campaign? How come it's always up to... Oh, God! Yeah. Where's all the rest of the people in this industry? Of course, most of them work for Cheap Channel. I understand that those people... And, and how about Pharrell, our good friend Pharrell up there? So he put the link on his website. Big stinking deal. In fact, you know something? Let's take a look at Georgia. He's on the air in Atlanta on an FM. Okay, we're on AM on a station that nobody can hear unless they're like two blocks from the building. Except for Jolene, who's up there at Singer Island. And I apologize, Jolene, I thought you went to the West Coast. Not that she cares. Uh, let's see, I'm looking at the thing. There's California, way in front of everybody. Texas, a little bit ahead of Florida, which we moved into a very strong third. Then New York is catching up to us. Pennsylvania, Ohio, New Jersey, Washington, Michigan, Massachusetts. I don't see Georgia yet, do you? No. I'm looking. There it is, 1,110. You know how many it had this morning when I uh, looked at it before uh, the Pharrell show? 1,109. 1,110. Oh. Wow. So he must really be pushing the hell out of this thing, you know? I'm mean, e Either that or he's, he's got nobody listening up there. Well, I, I don't know what the deal is. We got 5,145.57. Right. Every time you try to, like, uh, mobilize people and say, hey, you know, uh, open up a mouth, do something. You know, stand up for what you believe in. Stand up for your career, for your livelihood. Stand up for uh, the Constitution. Stand up for anything. Or just stand up and uh, go take a leak. Anything. It's like, oh, gee, you know, there's that Neil starting in again. Okay, we're just uh, too many uh, wimps, man. Too many people who just wuss out every single time. It's kind of like slunk over into the corner there with that, that body language, you know. Kind of like uh, Chris Moron. He used to do the Panther games. You can see by his body language, what a loser. He used to, like, frump down the stairs. You know what that means, frump? Sure. Kind of like slump, slump shoulders with that look, uh, look of a loser. Moron. On his face. Chris Moron. What a jerk he was. Charles in Deerfield Beach said, said, I don't know what that's all about. I just couldn't. We got how much? 5,100 and some odd? We got 5,165. Excellent. 57. That's great. By the, by Monday when I sit my ass down, you'll be on vacation. But by Monday morning when I sit down, we'll have like eight, nine grand. I'll tell you. We'll get our 30 grand. And even if we have to settle for like 23 grand, that's a sixth of a page. A sixth of a page will make a difference. Uh, that People will see it, right? We'll take it. I mean, USA Today, they've got 80 trillion uh, people that read it, that look at it, that peruse it. Charles in Deerfield Beach says, under the heading of just one more item to add to the long list of horrors connected with this insane war in Iraq, a recent documentary that, a documentary that aired on PBS's Frontline said that because of pressure by the White House to get Saddam at any cost, the U.S. military dropped megaton bombs on the homes of Iraqi civilians, killing countless numbers of innocent men, women, and children. The military defended its actions by saying that no matter how weak the intelligence reports were, they felt they just couldn't take the chance of missing Saddam, which, of course, we now know they did. But that's not the worst part of this story. As we all know, in a war, tragic mistakes are sometimes made. But this mistake was re repeated not just once, but 50 different times. And some people still wonder why the Iraqis are throwing bombs at us instead of flowers and candy. One final point, says Charles. George Bush also puts the blame on 9-11 on poor intelligence. But, hell, we already knew that he was an idiot as he became president. That's right. <laughs> Lack of intelligence and uh, W in the same sentence is a redundancy. 
Wow. How sad. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. How many signatures has uh, Scott got yet? 145,252. I'm looking on there. He's looking to collect some money. I don't see anything on there. Um, well, maybe he'll work on it, okay? Maybe Eric can put some pressure on it. Put the squeeze on him, Eric, okay? Say, listen, amigo. We put you over the top, baby. We put you on a map. Now let's uh, give us a little more. I, I just I don't understand people, you know? WQAM, hello. Hi! WQAM, hello. Change the topic already. WQM, hello. Change the station already, schmuck. QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, let me turn the radio down. Okay. Rick Shaw, how you doing, Neil? Pretty good, Rick. How are you? hundred bucks for you. All right, you're the best, man. Yeah. All right. Pretty soon they ain't going to let us play songs with blue in the lyrics. You're not going to be able to play Build Me a Buttercup anymore on Magic <laughs> if they... I'm telling you right now. And you know that and the Righteous Brothers are not going to be... He was uh, he was doing all that drugs, man. You're not going to be able to play that crap. Oh, come on, Neil. hundred bucks. Thanks a lot, Rick. You're you the got best. it. And thanks for those uh, CDs, too, by the way. Oh, yeah, you're DVDs, welcome. DVDs, rather. You're welcome. Yeah, right. Happy birthday. Take, take care of yourself. Okay. How do you like that Rick Shaw? There's a guy. See? What did I tell you? There's some people in this, and uh, you'll notice it's the people that have been around the block a little bit. It's a lie. I am not a Nazi. Right. Rick Shaw pumps in 100 bucks. Add that on there. It's 5200 and whatever it is. See? We'll okay. do it. Because I'm going to keep banging away. And by the way, for that schmuck who calls the mouth breather the idiot, who's still listening to their round the clock air every single day, 10 to 2, wouldn't miss a minute. Uh, I'll, I'll change the topic when I'm good and ready, okay? When we accomplish what we want to accomplish, we don't need any instruction from some retard, all right? And when I say we don't need instruction from retards, that includes some of the people in our building. <laughs> oh, sorry. WQAM, hello. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. WQAM, hello. Yeah, can I speak to Neil? Speaking. Neil. Yes, sir. I know it's a little late in the poll, but... It's a little it's late. No, no, certainly you can no add on. This will be on there. It'll be on there all weekend. Oh, it will? Yes. How about Cheesecake Factory? Cheesecake Factory is, uh, yeah, the worst, right. The worst service. The food is just fat. Yeah. But the service is horrible. They put the F in fat. He's right about that service. It's the worst, but it's, it's certainly not... no Denny's. Denny's, yeah, yeah. the only reason to go to Denny's... And if you go, you got to bring something to eat while you're waiting for your food. <laughs> but I thought okay, I pal, you will be brown bagging it with very jackass. Thanks a lot. You got it. Cheesecake Factory. Get it on there. We got it. Denny's, though. In fact, I was right. Olive Garden's starting to make a little move again. In fact, that's what happens when you eat there. In a few minutes, you start having another movement. Denny's 144, Olive Garden 103. Did we hear anything from Skippy about the matzo pizza at the pizza no, loft or anything no, from a Jeff Cohen? No. 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 I think he just uh, abandoned us. I think he's. I think he went into business with the Rimmers now. Yes. Monkey business. Denny's 144, Olive Garden 103. What is the worst sit-down restaurant chain in America? One that doesn't have no drive-through, which leaves out all them fast food joints. Appleby 70. I bet you Josh is proud to see they're in a strong third. <coughs> well, look at that. I did that just subliminally. I mentioned uh, Applebee's. There's one right out there by me in uh, Sunrise. You do know that, don't you? Right on Sunrise Boulevard? Yes, I do. Never been there. Waffle House 67, IHOP 58, The Red Lobster 37, Pizza Hut 36, Shoney's 33, Piccadilly Cafeteria 31, pick this, Chili's 29, Cracker Barrel 27, Morrison's 24, Golden Corral 24, The Melting Pot 17, Bennigan's 15, the Rascal House has still got 14. Oi. That's one of the great, I'm telling you, what, what they see in that place, I just, it just dazzled me. It just amazes me. Oh, you don't understand what you're talking about, the pastrami and the corned beef. It's Drek. 
And you can't complain about the service in that place because there isn't any. They treat people, if you want to be treated like a real, they say, oh, it's like it is in New York. Yeah, well, that's why most of us don't live in New York, okay? We don't want the rudeness. We don't want to be treated like some kind of a schlepper, like some kind of a barbarian. Oh, that should be your worst trouble, Sonny, is that kid sitting there with the orange juice squirting down all over his pants. 20 till 2 at 560 QAM, your barbaric station for the new millennium. I'm tickled to death that Rick and Suds are on in the afternoon. They sound great. I think they found their niche there, and God bless. Hey, everybody. Ricky Tiki here to tell you all about the groovy time we're having at the grand opening of the Steak and Jake right here in South Florida. Come on down and meet your favorite radio legends sitting here along the bench. We have Neil Rogers, Jay Michaels, and Larry Kendall. Larry couldn't make it today. But it's 89 degrees here on a Saturday hop afternoon, and it's time to place my order. So here's the top 40 countdown of the silver dollar menu at Steak and Jake. Coming in at number one, it's a double burger rare with cheese fries bubbling under at 39. And the Big Click top 10 most requested desserts of all time, according to this week's silver dollar menu, is malted milkshake. And I guarantee you guys and gals will be the smoothest shake you ever had, because it's going to be whipped up by none other than Janet Reno herself. And remember, you can win a free patty melt if you can guess how many wallets Neil has in his front pocket. So come on down. You're going to have yourself a great time. We'll be right back after this special act by the I don't know that I ever played that before. There's our tribute to our buddy Rick Shaw. Well, where did that come from? I don't know. It's ancient. Did you ever play it? I've never played it, but I heard it. Well, there you go. I don't think I ever played it. There you go, Rick. That's for you. It's a tip of the uh, stale cap to Ricky Tiki. This just in. Yes? 250 from Jim Mandich. All right. There's the man. All right. I told you. I knew he'd come through for us. He's got the big bucks. Make no mistake about it. He's loaded. He is loaded. Big everything. Okay. Josh? Jar Got that jar right there. Get that jar. Sticking uh, there goes the George's hundred. He's a big guy. So, so yeah, right. So what do we got now? About they're closing it on six grand, I bet. Oh wait, there was another update during the break. Whoa, brother! Now wait. Eric just uh, Eric just emailed me something that I'm just a little bit disturbed and concerned about. I don't understand what the hell that meant, Eric. I read it, but I don't. Uh, I don't. I think Eric's getting a little bit carried away. Anyway. Yes. Forty-eight. You can add the five to this. Forty-eight, thirty-seven, seventy-six. Fifty-three, thirty-seven. How can that be? Is that correct? Fifty-three, right? Well, I don't understand. We had we had five thousand two hundred and forty-seven, and Mandich gave you two fifty. You're mad. No, no, he hasn't. No, I haven't added his yet. Oh, I see. Well, add it in there. If he tells you he's, he's going to be writing a check, his word is it. as good as right. uh, you know halavah. You, you add it in there. Now we got fifty-five eighty-seven. I'm we're closing it on six grand. We'll do this. See, I don't take no for an answer real easily, okay? I keep banging away and yeah, banging away. Heard that okay, too. so there are a bunch of people out there, this is really boring. Well, you know, they cut loose with a few bucks and we get it over with, all right? And then we move on with life. This is a project. This is something like uh, like a, uh, like little kids, you know. Here's a, here's a work project. Here's something for you to do. Keep you off the streets. But anyway, Eric's uh, email, I'm, I'm confused here. Is there some kind of a, uh, a competition going know. on? Huh? I don't know. Do I better not say anything about this on the air? I don't know. Because we're promoting StopFCC.com and Scott's petition drive, and if he chooses not to put us on it, that's that's up to him. But I mean, uh, we're we're not we're not uh, going to start all over again, Eric. I don't think that's what he meant. Assuming that uh, you got what I got, oh. I didn't get a copy of the email. I don't uh, understand that. But anyway, says that we're getting in touch with Pharrell. Maybe maybe you can do that while well, you're going on vacation. 
Somebody can get in touch with I'll Perales. And send it down the line. But again, keep in mind, I do understand his predicament because he's working for Cheap Channel, that station that he was working in Atlanta, is owned right. by Clear Channel, and they may not want him to go in on air because uh, they're uh, you know busy sucking up to the Bush people and the FCC. They're getting fined every time they turn around. WQAM, hello. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Uh, I tell you, I, I am mad as heck. You know that I'm a hard-working SOB. And Bush gets on TV the other day and said anybody out of work is lazy and a gold bricker. Yeah, I and the unemployment I, rate, even though even though they created all these jobs, they say 308,000, unemployment rate just went back up to 5.7%. 5.7%. I've had 42 interviews in the last three months, and this SOB is calling me a gold bricker? Yeah. You know, he should be shoved his head sticks among up. Okay, great. Uh, vote early and often, pal. That's my best suggestion, and good luck to you. What do you say? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT. I better check my email here again real quick before Eric uh, precipitates some kind of a. I don't know what he's uh, got in mind there. What did he uh, email to you? Anything we can oh, say? No, the chat room. He said that there might be some confusion with people donating to Scott's site because he has a place to donate there, right? As opposed to the money that we're. Well, no, I didn't. I go ads. on the air the other day and say, didn't I encourage people to donate and help him defray the cost of his thing? And he's got a little site on it. That's fine. Okay, yes. that's great. But no problem people, with that. Eric's concerned that some people might be going there thinking that they're contributing to this total. Right. Contributing to the well, other they're total. not. That's not, why we have not the that other it's a competition run. or anything, but just there's there might be some confusion. I see. Well, I never thought about that. That's a good point, Eric, but I have no idea how to solve it, and uh, don't call me. 5670560560 on the AT&T line. WQAM, hello. Boring. Yeah, great. It's the same same schmuck, same mm -hmm. hole. Yeah. Yes, he is. Still there, though. Still hanging on every word, aren't you, schmuck? WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Can I speak with Neil? Speaking. Neil, can you tell me why you can't play the Condoleezza bit? I never heard why you can't play that anymore. Because I was told that if I played it again, I would be fired. Is that a good reason? Yeah, but for what? What's in it? Be because, because pressure was brought against the radio station by a bunch of right-wing uh, nut jobs from Newsmax.com and Fox News and uh, Fox News Heather, and they made a big stimulus about Condoleezza and how he's playing all this racial stuff about Dr. Rice and all this other crap, and then they threatened to bring in some uh, so-called uh, equal uh, uh, rights uh, group, some black uh, militant group that was going to come in and pick at the station, and we had a whole song to dance about that. And so, you know, since we all want to keep working, we just don't play it. So uh, Bush is okay. I mean, we can we can not Bush, though, all we want, can't we? Yeah, so all far, right. as, as of this morning. All right, we'll, we'll keep doing that, please. Yeah, and we will. Thanks a lot, Pally. Yeah, the Condoleezza story never really got told very well, and that's because most of the people in the local media, that was a major, major story. We were threatened with just all kinds of everything short of death if we continued playing that and kiss a good morning on there, the restitution song, both of which we played 80 billion times. And when people from out of town come in and they want to silence you, see, this is what's going on in America now, threats. Threats. Oh, well, if you play that, you're going to get fired. Okay, well, guess what? I'm not going to play it. Yeah, we have a squad to fire you, too. <laughs> yeah, the old firing squad. You're fired. All right. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. QAM. Yes, sir. Hey, where's Lee Harvey Oswald when you need him? Beauty. Wasn't that cute? I'm, well, I'm laughing on the inside. Yeah, right. I know you are. And me, too. Denny's 146, Olive Garden 104, Applebee's 76. And by the way, for you, sir, where's Jack Ruby when you need him? 
Waffle House 72, IHOP 62, and the Red Lobster. Well, it's a long drop-off to the Red Lobster and Pizza Hut, although they're having a hell of a battle, 30-37. 10 before 2, thanks again to the Mad Dog. He demands. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560, QAM. Saddam to placate Osama. There's no longer mention of the name Bin Laden, but no one seems concerned. All comfy and complacent, believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some. Weapons of mass destruction. The loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, Nazi Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide, table talkers all are saying. Blind, obedient cattle don't have any reservation. Without unprovoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall in Halliburton installed. With no objection at all, Democrats don't have the balls. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed heads. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. No! Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Uh, 156 at 560. Now listen, Eric, just calm down. Calm down. I just get an email. I said nothing of the sort. Just, whoa, calm down now a little bit. And it says, please call me and I'll explain. Well, I'm going to lunch, see, so I'm not going to call you now. Maybe later, but I doubt it. Just he's doing a magnificent job. Everything is fine. Just everything's under control, right? Right. Uh, he tends to get a little bit emotional. Uh, I said nothing of the sort. What, what did I say that he said? That there was some kind of a competition. <laughs> that. Uh, well, no, it's just I just didn't understand his email. Well, she can clarify it or not later on. You know, I mean, we got a long weekend. Everything's fine. Just fine. Well, speaking of weekend, don't forget to turn your clock ahead uh, one hour tomorrow night. I'm only okay. saying that to remind myself. You know, spring ahead, fall back, all of that crap. Two o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning, which means two o'clock tomorrow night. When you go to bed tomorrow night, turn the clock ahead an hour. Turn them all ahead, please. 
Now, here's the deal. Here's what we got. And, uh, you know, another thing I was thinking while I was playing, now that we got Rick Shaw helping out in the Mad Dog and Duff and you and me. And Greg. Uh, and who? Greg. And Greg, of course. Uh, I, I don't think that the public out there should have to, uh, I mean, we welcome their support, but they're not the ones that should have to do this because the people that work in the industry, if they don't care enough to send their very best and like to protect their own livelihood, then why the hell should the public care? This is what always I wondered. Back but in the it day, is for the public as well. Oh, oh no, I, I agree with that. It is for everybody. But I think first and foremost, it should be the people who are in this business who ought to say, hey, let's try to do something. Let's, let's scream and yell and not just take it and roll over and play dead. Because there, there's no end in sight. Where does it stop? Where does it stop? Does it stop at cable? No. Does it stop at uh, satellite TV and radio? No. And I'm telling you what they got in mind, and they've already said it. Once they get all of these things uh, buttoned down, then they're going to work on the Internet. These are the thought police, the word police, the uh, fascist police. Call them whatever the hell you want. It's unacceptable. It's not based on any kind of real law. They're just making it up as they go along. And because you got two weak-kneed political parties who are crapping in their pants, who are terrified of supporting what they would call smut during an election year, and because, no, you know, after us or after us sent them 1,500 signatures. Well, you saw what happened when after you did the same thing in the House, okay? The next day, the House passed the uh, indecency bill, uh, 391 to 22. That's how much clout the people at after have got. 391 to 22. So, you know, their help is welcome, and they can do whatever the hell they want with the Senate. But in the meantime, I think a million signatures would have a little bit more clout than 1,500 letters from the people in AFTRA. You catch my drift? I caught it. And we got a hell of a start there, thanks to Scott. 145,000-plus signatures on those petitions on StopFCC.com. And all we're trying to do is just help him raise enough money so we can promote that website so people around the country can open up USA Today one day and say, hey, look at this. Here's a thing all about uh, what they're doing to freedom of speech in the First Amendment and why all of our favorite people are going off the air and why we can't hear a damn thing anymore on the radio and on TV and why they're having a nervous breakdown about Janet Jackson's booby on there. See, this is how tragic it's become. We're blowing people away. There's your kids. There's your friends, your kids, your neighbors, your nephews, your grandsons, whoever, your brothers. There are the pictures of all these slaughtered kids over there being butchered every day and all the innocent Iraqis that are being butchered every day for no good reason at all. Unbelievable. And the public sits back and says nothing and is willing to accept this fascism, this creeping crap that's going on in this country, all based on the excuse of, we saw a little booby on TV there for a second and a half. How stupid can the public possibly be? How, how lazy how can they possibly be? How much crap can they possibly take? What's the scale? You say Fat Boy came in again? <laughs> so anyway, uh, help us out. We can just click on neilrogers.com when you're through looking at uh, Jerry Hallowell's uh, triple booby shot there and get on their stopfcc.us. Uh, Not counting with the it. 750 from yes. Managing Greg. 4872.76. 4872 and 750 looks like to me. I'm going over a little bit. Too bad. 5620. And of course, on Q56, that sounds appropriate. To bye, me. bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. We did it!